1010s Podcast. My name is Michael Beck with Adam Nielsen and Handsome Rob. It is the one-year anniversary show. I never thought we'd podcast. make it. I'm gonna be I honest. knew we'd make it. I'm not going to be honest. I, I figured that we'd be done in six months. Six months. What's that? Like when we fate. first started this, before we did our first recording, I was like, this this isn't going to be a thing long-term. This will be fun while it lasted, but we're going to be disappointed because like 12 people will listen to it and six of them will be our own parents and it's... You're so and, and now look at it's us. It's very negative. It's so negative. It's now look at us. I, I can't believe we made it with that type oh, of negativity. Oh, Robbie, us. Robbie, Robbie. Negative Nielsen. <laughs> oh, yes! Shit! <laughs> Shit! Oh, God One damn it. In. Negative Nielsen. Negative God Nielsen. Uh, Hell yeah. I like that. I can't believe that's never been a thing. It is now. It's going to be a thing at work, too, because I have a couple of coworkers that... Hell that yeah. And my realistic outlook at our at our company situation is often taken as negativity, which is I maintain is not my fault that our company is frankly ran like shit, and so it just comes off as negativity. But that's know, definitely going to be my name at work. Now. Our wildly successful podcast, you were like, oh, I give it six months. That's not real. That's negative. Like I said, it was before we <laughs> recorded the first one. I was as jazzed as jazzed could be after we had finished the first recording. That's true. Okay, so have we, on this show, and Adam would know because he listens to all of the shows, and I will admit that I've listened to That's, none. I've Yeah, I've listened to every single one of them at least once. It's like once. being an actor and never watching your movies, which is the thing. People do that. That's that's me. I don't listen to our Maybe I'm overly vain, but I still find <laughs> us more entertaining than most of the podcasts I can find thus far. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, it's, you're totally vain. <laughs> it's true. I, I don't know what to tell you. So anyway, um, have we ever talked about how we started this show on this show? I don't think we've talked about it on this show. We've talked, talked about, about, it. about it on other shows. Okay, so I will but keep never it, on this. Keep show. it brief. How about that? I'm fine with that. Okay, so about it may have been as long as like two years ago. Even we were first of all the thing that really kicked it off was I found Chris Harris. On Joe Rogan on YouTube, so it wasn't a it was a podcast, but it was a Joe Rogan podcast that he put on YouTube because he video edits like he's got multiple cameras and stuff. He's got a very expensive rig that we don't have. You can do that when you have eleven million downloads right. a week. You can basically do whatever the fuck you want. Um, so he had edited together a video for his podcast with Chris Harris, and it was fucking awesome because all they did is they just talked about cars. It was really relaxed because obviously Chris Harris is. He's been in the industry for like, I don't even know, 25 years or something like that. And he's got a lot of experience and he's just a cool dude. He's just a cool dude to talk to. I still maintain he's like my favorite car journalist there is. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. He's definitely like the most down to earth. Present and relaxed. company held, of course. Right. Naturally. <laughs> he's, but he's very relaxed and like just he's conversational. So I was like, okay, so they're just recording a podcast. We just wanted to record a podcast. It can't really be that hard. So I sent it to Adam, and I was like, hey, you need to watch this or listen to it or whatever, because it's fucking sweet, just regardless. Yeah, I listened to it on, on iTunes. I didn't watch it on YouTube, but... But that kind of started the gears turning of like, okay, what would it really take to do a podcast? Because it doesn't seem that difficult. All you're doing is recording people talking. It's a conversation, right? Right. It's not, it's not anything crazy. And then you just you put it on iTunes. I mean, how hard is it to get on iTunes? So we talked about that for like, not, not seriously, but we talked about it for like six months or so. We talked about a lot of things in that six months. There was a period of time where we just greenlit any idea. Like, like we, any were, we were just because we were both sick of our jobs and wanted to be self employed. And we were going to do it. 
We were bound and determined. We just wanted it to be automotive related. We didn't care what it was as long as it was car related. But it turns out that it's the American dream is kind of dead. Every time, so <laughs> we we might as well we could dig into this a little bit anyway. So we were talking about like, okay, what would it take? Because okay, Robbie, you live in Waukee, basically, right? Yeah, basically. Way the fuck out there. Is there a fucking parts store anywhere out there? Oh no. Okay. So that was the first idea I had. Is I'm out here in Waukee. I'm working on the Camaro. I'm like. I gotta drive all the way back in Des Moines, which doesn't sound that far, but it's like twenty it's minutes a, to a parts it's store. A, yeah, it's it's, it's an a, hour trip round trip. Usually, yeah. By the time you've gotten through the parts store and back home again, and it's all an that hour dicking around. Trip. Or if you're unlucky like me, the only parts store in town that needs that you has the one part that you need, you have to go all the way to fucking Altoona, then wait for them to find the part, which they claim is there, then drive all the way back. Before you know it, it's seven o'clock and you're it would have been like, faster just to overnight it from Japan, frankly, when you were working on that. Yeah, because at that point, life. at that point, I'm just home. I'm like, fuck it. I'm I done. don't even care anymore. It's dark out. I'm done with this. So we're like, okay, how hard could it be to open a parts store? Like, because they're, they're franchises. Uh, some of them are. Yeah. So just apparently, like, just like opening a McDonald's, how hard? right? So apparently, you need like half a million dollars, or you can buy one that's running. It's a lot cheaper to buy somebody else's parts store than to start your own. Believe it or not. Huh. And there was someone selling one at the Ozarks, and we were like, "I don't mind this place. We could stay in Michael's parents' right. house for you know a couple of weeks till we get our our living situation couple, sorted out. A couple, a couple of weeks, couple, a couple of years. months, ten yeah, whatever. years, whatever. Couple years, whatever. Don't worry about it. So, I mean, it's a big enough lake house. Yeah, I mean, it's, they wouldn't it's even notice that you were there. Yeah, like I'm a, sure I could make my. You could stay on the east side. I could stay on the west side. Yeah, the Beck Estate. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's multiple, multiple. I'm sure there's a guest house above the twelve car garage or something like that. And there's the pool house, and so I mean, you feel figured out. There's got to be a servant quarters somewhere that I'll get you a map, and then you can figure out where you want to stay, and we'll go from there. Just tell the staff so that they know. Jeez, what are we talking about? So anyway, there's a, <laughs> so anyway, you could buy a parts store, but it's kind of the same thing. Like you need half a million dollars or whatever, assuming it makes any money. And it turns out that most of them don't make any money. So it's like, yeah, okay. unless you don't want any employees, you just want to work seventy hours a week at your parts store, then you can make money. Those yeah. are your options. So I also figured out that I got to a point where I actually talked to somebody about it in Waukee, and they're like, "Yeah, the problem is there's too many parts stores close to that area." I'm like, uh, bullshit. Have you actually ever been in Waukee? There's not a fucking thing over here. But they kept arguing. They're like, nah, we, we're just not really interested because there's stuff, you know, there's, well, there's stuff within 15 miles. I'm like, yeah, but you're in a city. It'd be different if we were in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I was driving 15 miles, like, from Ames to Nevada. And it's just a straight shot. I get on the highway and I drive over to Nevada. I'd just like to know that there is a part store in Nevada. There is. But his that that distance is different when you're inside of a city. Yes. I live in a town of like maybe five thousand people, and I have a parts store within a five minute drive of my house. Eat it. Yeah, you're better than I am in Des Moines. You can barely get to a business from where you live within five minutes, let alone a parts store. That's not that a is, re- that's not a restaurant. That is nice though. I do like that. There's there's I do, I do want to live in the country. I'm I'm that person. So. Robbie, you live in a townhome. Yeah, but I'd like Bro. to be, I'd like to be in, in, the in the country. largest city in, in the state. In West Des Moines. Yeah, but I'm still not in the city. The the interstate, you can hear it. I can see your house. I wave, hi, it's Robbie, so, every time I drive so east suburban. on 80. That's why well, I admit suburban. that. That's why when I look for a house, I look for country homes. As you should. Yes. So anyway, so none of those ideas came to fruition. We were just talking about it. Never really went anywhere. about Sandblaster, the parts Apparently store. there's like 46 billion of those yep. Sandblaster truck things. And 
And by the way, that stupid trailer sandblaster thing, the dustless blasting thing, stupid thing's like 50 grand. Yeah, it's not cheap. No. Which doesn't make any sense whatsoever because it's a fucking sandblaster. You should be able to make one with of those some wheels on. That's what I said. I was like, that seems expensive. So anyway, as Adam was saying, the Ameri- American dream being slightly dead, that was his point, is that if you're a millionaire, it's really easy to become a multimillionaire. Oh, yeah. But if you're broke as fuck, like all of us, it's really hard to make any money. Truth. In in this realm, anyway. I mean, if you want to do some crazy idea and start Tesla and launch rockets into space and you got enough sales ability to I'm talk to investors. I'm not convinced that that guy didn't come from money, though. He didn't. No, because he like had a McLaren F1 when when you could buy them new from McLaren. He's, so he's been making he money started, for a, he started he started PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Oh really? Elon Musk went from like nothing. They started did PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. So it. we missed. We're just young enough to have completely missed out on the dot com boom, too. So it's a bum deal. So anyway, they're it's not completely dead, but it's more difficult than they would like you to believe. So we're like, okay, fuck it. What are we gonna do to actually do something that's car related? That's interesting. That's kind of like a side thing, you know? And so we started talking about doing the podcast again. And um, it was probably about, it was a December, January of 2016, yeah, it would have been 16, early first January. First or second week of January. We were talking and, and uh, we decided we needed a third person on the show because all car shows that are great have three people on them. Let's be clear about that. And so we needed somebody mainstream, somebody kind of normal. Someone who would drive like a Nissan Rogue or that something would like a, that. We said specifically someone with a Nissan Rogue would be or a crossover ideal. SUV of some crossover kind. Crossover for sure, yep. Maybe even slightly ricer. I mean, just a little bit. Just it kind of depends. You, you need a touch. We of didn't that. have just any a, ricer. Um, so when you couldn't find that guy, we couldn't find that guy. We called Robbie. Yeah, he called me. <laughs> My favorite thing about that whole conversation was like we had a like okay we're going to have a meeting. Where Robbie's we at gonna Jethro's? Where no, we this is at my house. Yeah, was this lived. is when he was living behind. Oh, that's me. right. We were just and we were just saying watching out, YouTube videos. This was this, this was probably this was after or January. After, yeah, this was after I swapped in the SR20, the the new SR20 at the time, and Mike was living behind me, and we weren't really that close yet, so I didn't think to even bother calling him to help me with my struggles and you were an hour away and I'm, I wasn't going to call you to drive an hour to help me for 20 minutes then you know drive an hour back so then we didn't start hanging out till like after that fact right so I, I, we come in the house Adam we're like okay we're gonna have, a, we're gonna have this meeting we're gonna talk about stuff right it's gonna be very professional gonna, <laughs> gonna treat that's what this we do very professionally and it was like so so Robbie you know I Adam and I were talking and uh, we were thinking maybe we wanted to start this thing and you're like yes Let's do it. I was like, Robbie, let me let me tell you what we're actually going to do. I mean, you don't know if I was going to say gangbang. You had no idea what was going to come out of my mouth next. But you, <laughs> just, a, you, was you a, agreed we to. We could have been selling drugs. You yeah, you were like know. heroin, Robbie. Just what, once, though, right? Just the one just time. Once. You do it just enough to get your dreams off the ground. That's maybe that's, that's how, what that's, we did wrong. That's how drug running works. Oh, that's we, right. We then you start a legit business. Just once. Isn't is this the what the whole Godfather is about? <laughs> like, we're going to go legit. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me about my business. You know what I mean? So anyway, yeah, Robbie was on board before day one. Even he was just—he was a hundred percent. Well, you guys, yeah, you brought me in. We're all weird. Like, like, oh, do, I, do I ask him? What do you ask him? What do I do? Oh, oh. And then I was like, dude, just fucking. What, no, why, why am I? Why am I trying here? to be professional and trying to be professional? Like, like well, yeah, you can't let's, let's be try professional this unless you act professional. Now you guys acted like you're hiding something, and it got all weird. We were hiding something. We were. We were. Hey, you were down though for whatever weirdness we were giggling about. <laughs> it was a weird Saturday night. I'd had a few drinks, and I was down for whatever. Yeah, you were down for whatever. And then you said, "Let's That's do a podcast." You. I know. And then you, I saw the disappointment in your face. 
That, you know, I that's, saw the that's, disappointment because you thought it was going to no, go someplace else. He thought we were going to drug around. That's what I'm saying. He, he got disappointed. but I saw dollar signs. I was all excited. <laughs> yep, and then he went, I just, I just watched Arth- the movie Arth- Arth- those free. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. They put these on iTunes? I For hate free. Apple. Nope, I'm out. Oh, that's right. So, anyway, that's how this whole deal started. And then we, so we record, we got all shit together, got the mixer, all the stuff from my, my parents' house that was in their basement. We got all the stuff together, put it together, and, uh, we we had we had a plan right because everything professional business so we had we had this plan like okay we're gonna we're gonna record five of these things <laughs> we're probably gonna throw away three of them you know they're gonna be garbage and nobody's gonna want to listen to this bullshit so let's just record some stuff see what happens and then like a month two months from now we'll start releasing stuff sorry my voice is really suffering I'm trying to stick it through we recorded that first one it's too and easy it, just and let it, was, it go Robbie just let it go and it was. An hour and like forty minutes long. Yeah, yeah, it was. And we just said, "Fuck it, let's just release it." And we were it. super jazzed on it when we were done. <laughs> yeah, we were pumped about it because I my biggest fear about it was I was like, "What's going to happen is we're going to record this and there's going to be five minutes in the middle of us just." Well, now what are just we talking staring about? Staring at each other? Yeah, just, uh, ooh, yeah, um, shit, what are we going to do next? And, like, flipping through notes or, like, uh, uh, we can uh, We can edit uh, that out. We can uh, edit that out. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, an hour worth of two hours, three hours worth of editing later, we have something that's 20 minutes long. Nope. That's not even, what like, happened. mildly coherent. Like, it, it, it half-ass flows pretty well. Yeah, it's not even bad. Even though like, we all, had no topic lists or anything. Yeah, we're all over the place, and we're just kind of rambling, and it works. People like that stuff. It's true. People like our shows that are rambly more than our, well, maybe not more, but they they like our rambly random shows a lot. Like the times that we've just sat down and just said, fuck it, let's just see what happens. It's usually turned out okay. I don't know that we could do that every time. No. But every once in a while we go into it, we're just like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> and it usually turns out pretty good. You remember when we were convinced that this couldn't be more than an hour but should be more like 45 minutes yeah there was definitely a time like literally right after that episode when we're like there's no way anybody's gonna listen to an hour and 40 minutes of this bullshit especially episode one <laughs> just people are gonna be like hour 40 on the first we came out nope. Hot, didn't we? nope yeah that's insanity not gonna marathon a first episode and then we're like okay this next one we're gonna get this down we're gonna we're gonna get a format going so we got a format we decided we we're gonna work on we're gonna we're gonna keep it to an hour. And what was the next one? Like an hour and hour a half, and twenty, or an yeah, hour maybe. and twenty, or something like that. And then we were we stuck to that. That's without for a while. the news, even. There's no news on episode two. The f- third one is the first one we did news on. Really, I, I think it might have even been four. And then we also had the throwaway one in there because we were so tired. <laughs> oh, was the third one the one where we went the to third Speedway? one? Is when we went to Speedway and we did our. Uh, Dream Garage, which I want to do again. Yeah, actually, that was on my list of things that we need to redo because the Dream Garage was a lot of people's I favorite think, episode. For I a think long there's time. actually maybe one of those categories that would be the same today. For you, the for same? Me. Only one of the five. Maybe or one of the five categories that I would actually leave. Yeah, probably. So we'll revisit to, that one in a few. We got a couple of already scheduled things. We'll have to revisit that in a couple. We need of to weeks. revisit it soon. That'll be good anyway because winter is like the worst time to do a car podcast. In the Iowa. stuff's coming up. I got a filling calendar. It's I know. rapidly. I know. Like, did, did crazy. Get, did you get that calendar off the ground yet? No. I don't, when was I supposed to do that, Robbie? I don't know. At work, probably. 
For those of you that don't know, Adam has a calendar that he puts together every year. I have a got Google calendar. If you'd like to be added to it because you're semi-local and you want to know where we're going to be, maybe uh, shoot us an email or a message or something, and I'll add you to it. Yeah, I always like it because then I know where the events are. Yeah. It is useful for sure. Put all our SCCA events on there. Other stuff. The car shows, the big car shows. I don't, I don't put like, I don't update it every single week because like the or put every cars and coffee. Some on of the there. cars and coffees, they'll they'll finish one and then they'll make the event for the next one. And I don't go and add those to my calendar because I'm not that dedicated. No. But like Carl's has all of their cars and coffees out already, so those will probably end up on the calendar. All the SCCA events, grid lives, stuff like that will be on there. That first. Was it the second episode we went to Wild Wades? Yes. It must have been. Yeah, it was. We're doing that again here pretty soon. Yeah, Sunday. Yep, when this, this comes out, we'll be at Wild Wades, actually. Like, yep. Literally. And Robbie will have stuff to look at this time. I have a shopping list. You have a shopping list. I do. There's a handful of things I need that are basically LS1 specific, so I have a list that... I if he actually find. buys something, we're live streaming it. Nobody wants to see We're going to stand back. I want to see Robbie Haggle. And make it so as, the make it as <laughs> unawkward as possible. Like be, you know, ways back so the guy doesn't realize that you're. They don't, so he doesn't realize who I am? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. We need to, we need to you. minimize your, your internet celebrity status. Yeah, we'll take it from an F to a D or a D to an F rather. So, and then, and but just, I want to just stream it. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to haggle on like ten dollar parts. That's the thing. It's like I really the most expensive. <laughs> You'd piece, be surprised. Like, yeah, I've, most, never, I've never I've ex- never paid face value for anything I've ever bought at a swap meet. Well, I know exactly what everything costs online, so I can go in there and be like that master airflow sensor. I'll give you I'll give you twenty for that one. Uh, uh, no, I can sell it for eighty. Well, I'll give you fifty for that one. We'll yeah, go, we'll do that. Nobody nobody ever buys anything at the value. Yeah, what they're asking for. Even if you'd be willing to pay twice that, you still offer half that and go for it. And you there. look really uninterested about it. No, I, I know how, I okay. guess, doing it in person is new for me because I'm used to doing it on forums. Being like, those headers aren't worth 500. I'll give you 200 shipped. And then he comes back, no, asshole, they're new. So <laughs> go away. Like we did with Michael's headers. You don't even know if those are going to fit on your car or not. Yeah, that's true. I and can then, really only offer you. And then your <laughs> friends walk away. Everybody else walks away, and yep. then you're just standing there going, eh. Yeah, it's just I, you, you and you that guy bucks. on the other side of the table. Man, I don't know. I'll give you 80 bucks. I just, I don't know if it's going to work for me. That's all I can do. What's going to be you I only have this $80, I'm re- I'm, I'm and then really you're asking hoping. me if he can break 100 That's what I love when people do. Oh, assholes. Dickheads. I'll give you 15 Well, I want 25 Nope, 15 is the highest I'll go. Can you break this 20 <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Asshole. No. That's my 20. <laughs> no, I can't. Welcome to Swap Meets. So anyway, you guys want to talk about some of your... Uh, favorite episodes? Yeah, favorite, favorite memories? Favorite memories. I mean, we've got memories from stuff that wasn't on the show that we, we got to do because of the show. I have multiple Events. screenshots on my phone from back when we were like just messaging random people, trying to get attention from them. Like when Speedway... Message to be back. Yeah, we talked to Speedway. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked did. to Speedway. Like after that episode where we, uh, episode three, where we went to Speedway and the museum, the American Museum of Speed or something like that. Um, I sent that to them and they responded back, like, oh, it's really cool. We'll listen to it. And we forwarded it to the guys in the museum too. And I was geeked beyond geeked about it. Yeah, we were, we were nerding out going, oh, they're listening to us right now. <laughs> 
I just assume we're getting passed around at the Speedway Museum or at the Speedway headquarters right now. Nerds. Oh yeah. And then when I sure, cold messaged Slip Angle. Yeah. I have uh I have a screenshot of Jabay's response to that. And then I also have a screenshot of when he friend requested me because I was super pumped Don't about tell it. him that on air. Though, <laughs> I don't dude. even care. God, I'm never oh, gonna hear man. the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get so many messages from Jabay now about it's you worth fucking it. losers. It's worth it. I don't even <laughs> you care. You fucking losers. Small right. time, small time nerds. He needs some ammo on us because we kind of got him pretty good. We right got now. him so good. Oh man! <laughs> actually, of- actually, yeah. Real quick, if uh, anybody knows Adam Jabay, you should hit our store and hit it fast because we're we got to take this shirt down because it's a limited run and we yeah, said we're probably gonna about another week. We got to. Did did do we? This is the shirt we talked about with Spencer on, right? Was it Spencer? We that? said that we were going to make one, but we didn't say anything about the design. Okay. At that time, I hadn't come up with the genius design yet. How about how about this? If you like Adam Jabay, go to our store. Yes. It's at 1010spodcast.com. Or if you like Slip Angle, because it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a collaboration yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's a collaboration <laughs> shirt. I'm just going to leave it at that. that. Anyway. Hit the website. Check it out. We're going to take it down soon. If this is Sunday... That this came out, it's coming down soon. So hit that real quick. So today I'm cruising Facebook, and somebody posted on Adam Jabay's. I've seen two. I've seen two posts. <laughs> I've only seen one. I saw the purple shirt. There was someone that posted a picture of his like, I would guess three to five year old daughter holding this bright pink. <laughs> two. He bought. He bought two he bought of them too. Yep. But it's a bright pink shirt that says "Gay for Jabay" on it, and she goes, "Are these my new jammies? <laughs> nope, those are daddy's shirts." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so awesome. Grid life is going to be amazing. The best this year. fucking show ever. <laughs> oh, man. Funny stuff. Hilarious. I, the, the biggest thing for me was going to grid life and knowing full well that we're still <laughs> rookies. And, yeah, not like, like we're nobodies. nobodies. Dude, that, that was uh, 22 was the number on that. I could have sworn it was farther. Yeah. I would have sworn up and down it was later than that. I couldn't believe that when I looked it up. I was no, like, man, it's so far June. down there. When you start flipping through our list, like there's a lot of episodes in there. and We've done a lot of stuff. We've done a lot of stuff. But for sure. Grid Life was fun. Alan Skillicorn's uh, interview is still one of my favorites. You, yep. know, you know what yep. sucks about that is we were probably not going to see him this year. No, I'm guessing he's got more important things to do this year. Which it's cool that he is now part of... Uh, I don't know state what, rep. I don't know what district he's in. I don't know. To be honest with you. 66. Oh, shit. Because he posted all the time on his Facebook page. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. But uh, it's pretty cool he got elected for his district. He's a cool dude. Very cool dude. It would have been nice to tag up with him again. Yeah, that would have been awesome if we could have had an annual... Alan Skillicorn. Just, yeah, just a got, meet and greet. He's got so much stuff that he's done in his life. Interesting, you know, race car things or... Motorcycle racing things, yeah. hill climb things, all sorts of cool stuff. Interesting dude, for sure. So, what's some favorite episodes, Robbie? Like, what? what's the first one that comes to your mind? The first one that comes to my mind is the one that I don't know why I like it. That's and okay. It's because it's due to my eraser, and it's literally just you guys making fun of me for an hour and a half. <laughs> And then, and then not only that, it's you and then every person on the internet making fun of me <laughs> and then strangers making fun of me <laughs> and then like random people off the streets like, Hey, you're the ricer. <laughs> it's, 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 it's that episode. <laughs> I don't know why I like it so much. It's, it's, it's a, the authority in everything that is and is not rice. Though. That's true. That's true. That was, that title was given to us by somebody else. By Austin. That's right. I think it's official. But I, I thought that was a really, really funny bit. So I I enjoy the stupid bits. 
The bit is it's a good bit. The like radio I, show things. I like the radio show things. Like, I wish, yeah, I wish we had like a like a legit producer because we could do more of that stuff. And I hope like, coming up here like pretty games, soon. Type stuff like that. Hope coming up pretty soon. Hint, hint. We will have something. Oh. Somebody's helping us with something. But those are that's something that I, I don't think a lot of other people do because it takes you got to think about it and it takes some creativity. There's a lot of time and effort put. It, I mean, we already put. <laughs> a decent amount of time and effort into these shows before they come out. That one takes, that's above and beyond even then. Yep. I mean, you're looking at 10 to 20 hours of prep just for a, you know, a, a 30 minute bit. Yeah. And you got to get, you got to coordinate with your social media. You got to get a hold of people and tell them you're doing it. And then sometimes you'll post something and nothing happens with it. And I don't know if other shows experience this. First of all, it's Facebook doesn't show everybody stuff when you post it, which is annoying. So if you like, like us on Facebook should just get this out here anyway, and maybe on Instagram too. Is it like that on Instagram? It, I remember they talked about going to it. And I think they actually did that. The new um, like format is it's not what's on like in order of timeline. It's it's um it's like what's what you're most likely to like, and then that comes up first. Yeah, so on like your the feed. so the handful of people that basically like all of our pictures, I assume we pop up on their feed. But like the people that don't like our stuff all the time, I assume we're not showing up at all. So anyway, if you've liked us and you're not getting content from us, that's why. It's because social media hides that stuff sometimes. I'm not really sure why. I've been told that if you if you pay for something on Facebook for a while, your posts won't reach as many people afterwards. So I'm very like leery about starting to do that again because we did it for a little while. Yeah. And I don't want to start it again because we've got a bunch of really active people on our Facebook page and, and generally I get some pretty good fan interaction when I make posts. But I, And I don't want that to be ruined. Yeah. True. So anyway, it takes a lot of work to to do those type of shows. But I don't think I don't think a lot of other podcasters... I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't... Listen to a lot of podcasts anymore because I don't drive a lot. Not in the automotive section, anyway, which True. I still have not really ventured out of. The crazy thing is, there's a lot of people that podcast that like spend a ton of time post producing or pre producing for that matter. Yeah. Like putting together notes and like having a. F- I mean, we've got a note thing that we use that, you know, this is how we do our show every week, but it's, it's like a. It's, I mean, if, if there was nothing in it, it would be like four lines. It's just an outline. So, I don't know how people spend so much time producing podcasts. The post-production is what I don't get. How can you spend eight hours cleaning out stuff in your podcast, like pauses and ums? and It's not worth it. I mean, if you if you have two, two seconds of dead air, who cares? Like, no one's going to stop listening to you because you had two seconds of dead air. My thing was always, like, if you if you can't flow through a show, like, if you can't sit there and flow through the show and have it be one take or... You know, okay, maybe you made a couple mistakes. You go into fixing a couple mistakes, or you or you shut your mic off, or you know, yeah, whatever. right, right. And you don't wear your headphones. Where are you getting that, Robbie? <laughs> what? Nothing. Why are right. you doing? Why are you doing a podcast? Right, because you can't. I mean, if you're on the radio, you can't do that. Yeah, stuff. we've always treated this like we're live on the radio. Right. You, it's sink or swim. You either do it or you don't. Exactly, and that's how that's how I think podcasting should be. Because those are the podcasts I listen to that people are just. They're just flowing through it. It's just it's 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 whatever happens happens, and you put it out there. And you don't spend a bunch of time after the fact screwed with it. Yeah, I, I would agree completely. Like it was, we we did a whole episode one time, and and it was a good episode. I, I guess we would we would argue that we would, if the audio would have been right to be a good episode, but it was pulling from the wrong mic, 
and we argued with ourselves like oh, you know like it's all there but you can't hear shit I think I have it so I've actually on my hard drive. I've actually gone back because I had you add it to the drive because I wanted to listen to it. Oh, I've actually right. gone back and listened to it, and there are shows that would put out that every week, and it's worse than than what we did, even though that was recorded off of Michael's internal computer mic. Right. The worst part is that you are hard to hear because you were farthest away from the computer, and I'm fairly soft spoken. Robbie is soft spoken, just in general. Yeah, but I think it was more a proximity thing. Oh, I've yeah, debated trying to get, talk you guys into releasing that one this week. As, as like our, our B-roll, just to, just for Do fun. Do that one and the one that we recorded after we got home from the museum. I don't want to. Re- I don't that want one to is such notes. nonsense, that throwaway Speedway one we did. Yeah, we, we got up at like, what, five in the morning, drove from, you drove from Ames, all yeah. the way to Lincoln, Nebraska. We toured their the Speedway Motors facility. We toured their museum. We then drove all the way back to Des Moines. We didn't get into Waukee until like 8.30 at night. Went we to eat. We had to eat. Then we ate, and then we started recording at like 10 at night. And by the time we were done, we, we couldn't put two sentences together. Well, the, he had like two five-hour energy I had drinks. A fi- no, I had a five-hour energy and a big can of Surge. And Robbie knows what five-hour energies do to me. It makes them all jittery. And that's why like I didn't even know crack. you could fucking buy Surge anymore. And then he comes, was, like, turns up back. with that can. It came back. It was a it was a thing that came back just about that time. So, it's delicious. I love it. I don't doubt that, but that episode's nonsense. It probably we, is. We recorded it, and then we felt we felt it. bad about it. Afterwards. Part of me wonders if we were overly critical of ourselves, and it's actually not that I think bad it's compared gone. to what we do now. I think it's gone. That would make me I don't, super sad. I don't even think I have it because it was such bullshit. We're like, we're never going to do anything with this. Gone. I think in a year's time, we've only had two shows where we biffed it. That's pretty good. Out of 53 episodes now? Yeah. Assuming we one was a recording this. problem, so it wasn't an, oh, there an was, us problem. Actually, there were three, because there was one where I attempted to bring my son and, and girlfriend, and that was the one day he decided to cry a lot. And he well, was We up. just restarted, though. Yeah, but that one does exist. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. So there were three episodes that we botched, which isn't bad. Out of 53. Pretty good percentage. Pretty good numbers. Yep. Pretty I'll good numbers that. for sure. Yeah. Do you have any other ones on your list there, Robbie? Um, I guess I can't really think of episodes off the top of my head that are just out there. I, I, to me, grit, the, the reception we got at Grid Life is still the most surreal moment of my entire life. Like, Adam Jabay knew us and treated us as if we were at least above nobody's. You're blowing up his ego again. Can you, <laughs> can you use, like, Cabot or something? Because he won't give a shit. Austin Cat was super nice to me too. I was okay. again. I, we ended up backstage with Matt Farah at a concert. I mean, Matt Farah was nice to us. It he, was a ridiculous. He, he may have lied and said that he'd heard of us, but he, that was that was he enough for me. Us. He's he, like, oh, oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard of you I've heard guys. He is. Yeah, for sure. Good enough. I don't care. You could lie. I'm good I genuinely that. believe that he didn't because I've heard him say on his show before that he, uh, when you meet celebrities. They say they always say how are you doing? They never say nice to meet you because they never remember if they've met you before or not, and they don't want to offend you. And uh, he doesn't want to be that kind of person. So I don't, I don't believe that he would say, "Oh yeah, I've heard of you guys." If he didn't genuinely mean that. Yeah. Now I don't for a second believe that he's even so much as listened to one. No. But I think he at least had heard of us and knew that we were a thing. It's because I was, I was kept talking to Zach on Twitter or trying to get Zach to talk. Well, to yeah, him. we use Shout Engine, so yep. I would, take I would that. assume that any automotive podcast that ends up on Shout Engine is at least mentioned in passing in that group. Yeah, of people. it has to come across their table uh, just enough for them to look at it and go, right. "Hey, another automotive." Yeah, podcast. The, uh, right. Jeff Jeff Clucker, 
right? Jeff Glucker? Chris Hayes runs it. Chris Hayes, sorry. You're right. Jeff Glucker's Jeff the Glucker's host of Hooniverse. Which Chris is on sometimes, too? Yes. God, I've stopped listening to podcasts. I don't know what the deal is. All I listen to is Joe Rogan. I know that sounds lame. I, do, I listen to Joe Rogan and Slip Angle, and that's about it, really. It's, then, hard, it's hard, though. There's so much stuff to listen to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because then we've made friends through this, too, and it's just... Yeah, like, sorry. I, I can't listen to yeah, them yeah, either. Sorry if anybody that listens to this is offended that I say I don't listen to your podcast. I'm really sorry, but I just don't have time. And and Joe Rogan was like Genesis for me for podcasting. <laughs> it's it's so di- it's so different. Not Genesis the band, like the beginning. <laughs> That's where I went at first, <laughs> and then I realized Genesis the band. You were talking about I hate the Genesis. I'm like Richard Hammond. I fucking hate Genesis so much. Ugh. But no, like uh, anytime I try to listen to anything at work that's longer than a song. I never get through it because I get pulled away from so many things. I'll sit at my desk maybe a half hour at most, and by the time I get going and get working on whatever and I put my headphones in, someone pulls me away. So it took me, because there was two episodes on Slip Angle that I, I just I knew I had to listen to this week or that I was trying to catch up on because I wanted to listen to them. It took me, this today is Thursday, it took me until Thursday to listen to two episodes. So it just, it's just I not an option. that out in a day. No problem. You can knock it out in the entire, I knock it out from when you morning. hit start to, yeah, it just ends for you yep yeah it'd be nice if you could well i mean you wear headphones at work but you gotta walk somewhere and you gotta take them off yeah i could, I could pull the way in that and get up off my desk yep understandable adam what do you got what do you want to reminisce about what do you want to feel good about i still think that my favorite episode we've done is uh adam crashes a miata really yes post uh adventureland autocrat that's pretty early on yeah what was that like 11 or something it's, it's like, yeah, it's right up there. I don't remember what number it is off the top of my head, but it's my favorite one. We we let ourselves kind of wander a little bit, and and we talked about some ridiculous and silly things. Uh, that was when I was finally able to to drop Rob's sponsibilities. That's my least favorite episode. <laughs> Robbie hates that episode. Yeah, it's the worst one. And it was, it was so perfect because... You just walked right in. You could I, not have set me up for it better if you were doing it on purpose. Yep. It was so perfect. Yeah. Because it was only like, you know, one or two episodes before that we were talking about the fact that you have nicknames, but they're themed, and you just wanted to let them go. And I said, nope, we're going to wait until they fit. And then, bam, there it was. Is that really the only reason you like that episode? No, it's a genuinely. <laughs> I really enjoyed listening to. That. I've listened to that one multiple times. I think it's hilarious. That For wasn't, whatever uh, reason, I think it's super funny. That wasn't a wrap up from the uh, supercar thing, was it? No, no that, that was one, Adam not cra- does that not was crash uh, yeah something about driving a Lamborghini and not crashing it or something like that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, paired with um, meet and greet. The which one was the Miata one? No, the, uh, the supercar one. one. Oh, that was all the same day. Yep. yep. That's right. That was our crazy day where we did Cars and Coffee, the supercar experience, and then meet. Oh, and why did we go to Cars and Coffee that morning? That's a long day. And it was all done at 2 o'clock. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> That's so, right. No, I enjoyed that one. Um, our kit car episode's a lot of fun. I like listening to that one. Uh, one that I I really liked, I don't think was super popular, but I really enjoyed it was when we uh, when we went through all the Mansory catalog, Mansory that was kind of funny, yep. whatever it is. We still never got any of that energy drink. I, Son of a! I, bitch. I tried real hard to, but I, it's it's even even with knowing people in Germany, it's still very hard to get. I wonder it. if it's on eBay. I I think if I think I checked when we did the episode, and it's not. 
or it was a death. I wonder what it really is. Like, you think it's like a relabeled? I'm sure it's like basically I'm sure generic it's just bullshit, some generic relabeled terrible energy drink. It that probably you is could the worst. probably buy it at a gas station here. You know. With a different label, like on Rooster it. Booster. Yeah, God, I fucking love Rooster Booster. What is that? It's a Quick Trips uh, Fountain Energy Drink. Who's who's drinking Fountain Energy Drink? Robbie, how dare you? Robbie, we've talked about Rooster Booster. Damn I swear it. to God. Oh, I, we I'm have. Sure we, I'm sure we have. And we made fun of them because it has like 96 grams of sugar in it. Remember? Oh yeah, I do. And remember like that. six fluid. No, ounces. that was nuclear. This is the same thing. Nuclear is come and goes. Uh, Rooster like Booster brand of energy drink. Oh, yeah. come and go is a is any of our non Midwest listeners are like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> we have a we have a chain of convenience stores called Come and Go. K U M. Yeah, it's a little too close for comfort. <laughs> come and go. It's a little awkward. Plus, there's like one on every corner, so you'll see a Come and Go on the corner of another Come and Go. There's three of them in my hometown. Two of them are across people. the street. That's like 4,500 people, but yeah. Whatever. There's two Casey's and three come and goes. So. It's too many. It is too many, though. and it's got a weird name. Did you find it? Is it available? I, couldn't, I didn't find it. Yeah, Sorry. see, I, I tried on eBay when we did the show, and I couldn't find it. So. So anyway, what you got for highlights? Anything else? I don't know. I just, it's been cool to, like, the the chances we got with the the SAE teams with uh, Iowa State that was fun, them letting us come and see their stuff and and walk around their shop and giving us that time, and you guys got to drive the Baja car which was pretty intense. That was a good time. Michael almost ended up in jail. I'm so pissed that I, the cop didn't talk to me at least because <laughs> at the time I was like, don't fucking, I don't want to talk to this guy. But now I'm like, it would have been way funnier. It would have been a way better if story you, if there had been a picture of me with him with the lights on. Like that would have been fucking hilarious. That would have been the you best. Picture you should have chased him down. Hey. I bet. <laughs> I'm driving illegally on the road. I just I ran over a fucking... We need a picture opportunity. I just ran over a berm, driving on the grass and shit, and you just drove right past. I can only imagine the shit the Iowa State cops see on a daily basis. Like, a dude in a Baja buggy, he could care less. Yeah. The thing is, he like he assumed you were a student. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, you're older than that, but you don't really look significantly older. And everybody was so standing... no one questioned. Everybody was standing there, and nobody was, like, running around panicking, like, oh my God, he stole our... Thing you know, and so yeah, I wasn't too worried. About yeah, it. I'm really glad I got that picture of you in the in the. I keep saying, not go kart, but you know what I mean. Like, in the Baja car, in the Baja car, and then he's right behind you. Oh, we have the, the picture cop, yeah. of you power sliding around a corner in it, that full on drift king. We have the picture of you with somebody from the Formula or the Formula SAE team, like full blown in your crotch. Yeah. Buckling the five point. You know what? That's and really, you're, you're making a really weird face. I don't know if it was on, up. I don't know if it was on purpose. You're like, Oh, this would be funny. Cause oh. you made a weird face. <laughs> oh, I, I think it was just one it of just those just like, just moments. Yeah. Oh shit. It was hilarious. Could be worse. Yeah. What do you got? Um, you guys have covered a lot of them. I thought it was pretty cool to, to talk to Aaron and, Art from Vibrant. That was just kind of cool. I mean, that was yeah, like... Yeah, because we just cold clocked them. Yeah, and they were really cool about it, and I kind of felt like that was that was kind of like... Other than recording a fucking podcast in the tower at Grid Life, I was like, that's a pretty big deal, but like, w- they kind of felt legit. I mean, Art and Aaron do some pretty cool stuff. It was funny that uh, we had two, up, two interviews lined up and got neither of them, but ended up with two interviews anyway. That's what you got to do. Get that hustle on get after it 
For real, though. No, we would have had nothing. We would have had goose egg if we went to grid life and didn't start trying to fucking talk to people. Well, those two kind of just fell in our laps, too. We started talking to the vibrant guys about their car, and it's like, oh, yeah, we do a podcast. Alan recognized us. Alan already he listened was a to listener, us. Yeah. And we were, at least one of us was wearing the t shirt. I think we all were. The first day, I know we all were. I don't remember if we all were the following days, but I know at least one of us was on every single day that we were there. Yeah. So that was cool. Thought that that kind of felt legit, like we were doing a legit interview. Um, and this is just going to make Robbie mad, but one of my other favorites that you guys haven't mentioned, I mean, everything you guys have mentioned has been cool, but uh, Spencer, I felt like that podcast really came together well for like, no, I was, no reason. Like I it was just mildly happened. nervous about using somebody who hadn't been with us, you know. Yeah, like, like I, I was to, a little concerned that that we would grab somebody from the general audience or from the general public and pull them in here, and they would fall on their face. Yeah, he was fucking on it. He was just on. He did top a great of, job. Yeah, he's just good at just just bullshitting, like just sitting and. Yeah. I mean, he could have kept going too. I'm really glad you guys cut spirit, it off in two we hours. Could, we'd still be here. The spirit of Robbie was, <laughs> was nagging in my ear of like, dude, you got to stop. You're Rapid, killing me. I know. I could up. hear it. I could hear it in, in my, okay, well, you guys want to do the news? <laughs> I could just hear him in my head. I don't know why you got to be such a fun hater, Robbie. It was a great conversation. People loved it. It was. It was. It's got a lot of good downloads. I'm it's gotten a lot of downloads. It's been a very popular episode. Yeah. He wasn't afraid to whore it out, which we also appreciated. We love a good whoring. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. That's true. I can pull up some numbers here, but that post reached a ton of people. Like, I think that was our largest uh, reach of any post we've made. Especially one that we didn't pay for. Yeah. I think even with paid for ones, that might have been our largest one. Yeah. Uh, While you look that up, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention drifting the Fiat, which is probably one of the dumbest things I've ever done. I was going to bring that up if you weren't. (laughs) See, I don't... I don't, I don't th- agree that it was one of the dumbest things. I don't think you would have done it if it wasn't for the podcast. Oh, flying fuck no, I wouldn't have done that. If no, it there's no Because I tried, I thought, I seriously thought about backing out. I was like, this is really stupid. What, I don't what am think I doing? that he would even give two shits about drifting if it wasn't for the podcast. Drifting in no, general. No, I hated drifting. There's no doubt. I hate it. I thought it was stupid. There's a lot of track people that have that stigma in their lives that... that Dropping stuff. Dropping shit. Oh, that's some expensive water to be spilling on the floor. That's right. So you're just, Yeah, but it just adds value to the carpet. It just made the carpet way more valuable. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> uh, Spencer's post, uh, the show note post on Facebook, 3,300 people that reached. That's a lot of people. Considering we have 700 followers on Facebook, that's a lot of people. I like it. So, yeah, yeah, no. There would be no drifting in my life, that's for sure. Because I really thought it was just so stupid. I really thought it was dumb. There's a lot of people that think that way. I th- I think a lot of people that are in grid life thought that way until they saw it at grid life. So. Oh, that for sure changed my perception. See, did, did we do that episode with Matthew? Yeah, it would have been r- literally like right after, because I got the number, with Matthew and Luke. That was uh, 26, and we I think our last grid life episode was 24. Yeah, I think we reached out to them partially because we were trying to figure out exactly what drifting was at that point. Because you had had some interest peaked in it, but we still weren't really sure like what the process was it? to go from watching it to being on track doing it. And apparently, it's just you got to fucking do it. Just, just get just out there and, and do it. Just do it. Just Which is kind of motorsports in general. It is. If you could take one thing away from the show, if you want to go do something motorsport related, you just got to fucking do it. You got to yeah. own it. Just man up. Just show up. On the day that they're doing it, show up. And say and throw your hands in the air and say, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Somebody please help me. 
Put your ego away. Understand that I don't care how many horsepower you have, a Miata will pass you at some point in time that day. And just go out there and have some fun. Yep, got to start somewhere. Now, I'm, I'm all about, like, I guess now we're kind of going forward thinking. Like, using this as a platform to get into more things that I haven't done, like drifting. I would like to see rally, stuff like that. So I think this year would be the year I'd like to go and travel and do stuff and see things. Like, we've been offered to do stuff already last year. Just it wasn't in the budget. Time didn't allow it. So we're all planning for stuff for this year. I'd, I'd love to do the Lemons race. So I think it's crazy to think that all the stuff we accomplished last year, this coming year is going to be dramatically bigger. I'm almost scared of this Lemons thing. Why? Because I'm afraid of how much it's going to ruin us. No, make our lives better. Better. Well, those are synonymous in this situation. <laughs> it will ruin us just as much as it will make Robbie, our have lives you ever tried, better. like, okay, I had to do this today, for instance, because I had, a, I had a, a business lunch today, you know, where you have to go out with somebody and you have to be casual and you have to talk about things you do as hobbies and your family. And, and since I don't have a family. <laughs> Explain okay, that one to somebody. I don't, I, don't, I don't have a family and I don't have kids and, you know, that's where, that's everybody's go-to. You can only talk about a dog for so you long. You only talk about one dog weird. for so long, yeah. So then you got to start talking about your hobbies and it's like, how do you explain... And I don't usually talk about the podcast because it's you know it's let's just keep that separate. I do I do a radio show. I do a radio show. Yeah, depending so, on but, your age, that's how I describe it. But have you tried to explain to people what you do with cars, and then you see that look of them going, "You are out of your fucking mind." Why do you spend so much time and money doing that? But oh, then yeah. explain to them that you take a car whose net value is five hundred dollars, and you and three to four other friends. Race it for 24 hours nonstop, that's going to get you some looks. I don't disagree. And at the same time, you're dressed up like the Green Lantern. See, that's what I don't want to do with lemons. That's why I'd rather do chump car. Yeah, I agree. Kind of silly. So I know that at, by by the time we do that this year, I, there's no way I will be able to financially partake in the driving. But I'm... I think I'm almost more excited about the thought of pitting. Doing crew. Doing crew stuff. Being on the radio. Yeah. Talking to you guys. You know, tell me strategizing how, tell me how and badly stuff like I'm driving. That. Like I, I I think I'm genuinely more excited about, about the idea of of trying to run that race from the pits than I would be about driving it anyway. Mother henning you about doing oh, that God. sort of stuff. I know this is as I crash into a barrier. Oh my god, I guess my race is over. I take this headset off. <laughs> Adam, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't hear my you. Head I can't, I can't, I can't you hear you. My headset's breaking. I'm, I, I'm going through a tunnel. As you rip the cable <laughs> out of your headset. I don't know what happened, dude. It was three hours ago. My mic's not working. I'm I sorry. Remember. I don't know. I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm I'm excited about that. It'll be good fun. Robbie's going to get his car started. It's yep. going to work. He's yep. going to have no problems excited. with it. Close. It's going to be good to go. Real close. What are you going to do with it first, Robbie? Have you thought about that? I'm I'm driving it in front well, of, well, in front of this. I'm driving it in front of this house, you and I'm do doing the biggest burnout you do a I've burnout ever in front done. Of my house and call the cops. Do it. I don't. It's worth it. I'll do put it the ticket online. Fucking, do it, I'll do it. Do online. it in your fucking neighborhood. My old house uh, that I grew up in. We had a bridge about a half a mile down the road, and one of my dad's friends. Every time he came, he would start where his last burnout had left off, starting at that bridge. He was trying to connect a set of burnout marks from that bridge to our driveway. It's <laughs> <laughs> very rude. Uh, another one of my favorite burnout stories of all time. 
there was when we lived in Sac City, there was a guy who had a, a shop maybe a block down the street from where our shop was, and there was the street in front and then an alley in the back that connected them. And my dad had a friend of his, they loaded my they loaded my dad's drag car up onto his trailer, his open trailer. Uh, my dad just sat in the car with his foot on the brake. They drove down to that guy's shop dropped the race car off the trailer and then my dad's buddy took it back to the shop. My dad fired the car up and left the biggest burnout that that drag car, you know, full drag slicks would do on this dude's brand new cement pad. Pulled the car back into the shop and pretended like it was never him, full, knowing full well that that guy was in the shop when it happened. <laughs> but he was pissed. <laughs> Enemy for life. <laughs> it was funny, though. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. So you're gonna autocross it first? Yeah, I I think the first thing I'll do is autocross. I don't really know what else I would do because I'm gonna have to get it comfortable. I'm probably just gonna drive it like just around town, around back roads. Daily. Just to, you know, It'll make a great daily. It'll get drive it to work in the rain on purpose just to see how it just to see how it drives. Which yeah, I gotta get I gotta get those slicks mounted. I'm curious as to how it's gonna handle with those. Like it, I, so everything's new. There's so much new stuff. I have no idea how it's gonna handle. I don't have no idea how it's gonna drive. And you know, just got to make sure everything's torqued right and bolted in correctly. I don't want pieces just falling off. But very true. So yeah, I feel like you should put two hundred street miles on at minimum before you at least take it to a track. I could see taking it to a local autocross. Yeah, I don't want to get like one in town. Like if you could get to an Iowa event center or by stroke of luck, have it ready to go for adventure land. But like, I wouldn't want to drive it to Oskaloosa or something. No, like that. absolutely not. But so I'd like to, and and maybe if, if I ha- I don't make it to adventure land or anything more local, at least I've had time to drive it and know that it's not just going to fall apart. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you're going to do with yours first? Are you just going to go straight for the drift or? I'm, you- I'm thinking about just, just full yellow. And if something falls off, falls off. Are you registering that car? It's registered right now. Are you going to continue to keep it registered? Yeah, until it gets too crazy. Until it's like full-blown caged, and I don't think that it's safe to drive on the road anymore. You do have that as a long-term plan, right? I think so now. I planned on making it more of like a GT car that you could you could take to a track, but I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. Originally, you wanted a TSD and stuff like that. I wanted a TSD. I wanted to be able to drive it to work sometimes, maybe, but I don't know. It's not, it's not that big a deal. Now I got the Trailblazer. I get to do LS things every day, so... You got the new Fiat. Got the new Fiat. Nothing's going to happen with that. That's just going to chill. That didn't. That's not at the lake house being torn apart after all. Actually, no. <laughs> I don't even want to say this because it's going to sound terrible. The '68 Camaro is at the lake house. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> of course. The it is. eighth car is at the lake house. Yeah. Or whatever Jeez. it is. So. Yeah. It's down First there. It's down there hanging out. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to. We're not going to do anything with it. That was literally like. This is a good buy. This is a clean car. Let's just buy it and sit on it because I don't think it's going to get any cheaper and then figure out what we're going to do with it. I know before you bought that, your dad was like really wanted to get you in something faster because he thought, you know, you've kind of reached what you can do with the Fiat. Now you need to get into something that's quicker. Just and- needed. Yeah, I needed something that had that, that just had the aftermarket support. He was, was talking to me about a formula car at one point even. I don't know if I ever talked. Well, we've talked about Formula 440s and stuff like that. We've we looked at a. I almost bought a 440, like a really nice one, like one that a guy uh, 
still autocrossed, and he was yeah. pretty consistently, you know, FTD in it, uh, which would have been great because it was like it was at that point where it was like, okay, so do I buy a car that's going to be in a better class, or do I buy a car that's got it's just stupid fast, and it doesn't matter what class it's in, and, and you know, maybe I could just run in the top ten and you know be competitive that way, or just do something different, like do a different build. Like we looked at Z06s, like a C5 Z06 to see if that made sense, and we kind of got close to maybe buying one of those, but I don't know, just never really felt like the right car. And um, I don't know if we ever really looked at anything else. We were just kind of looking for something we could put a V8 in because we're so V8-based. And this car came up, which had been a previously swapped car. So A formula car with a V8 would have been... That would have been top-notch. That would have been quite the deal. <laughs> it's a good way to die. <laughs> Didn't we find a formula car with a V8? Or what did it have in it that was... Well, there's some big formula cars that have silly motors in them. Maybe it was like a... No, maybe it was like a 1,000cc motorcycle engine in it already or a busa engine in it yeah that's a thing too <laughs> that seems like a great way to die i think it'd be sweet to have like a formula 500 with a busa motor on it oh man that'd be a lot of fun because i don't know what a 500 makes like 30 horsepower the problem is that like so i could build that car but beyond local autocross you can't do anything with it most tracks would not even allow you on track with that car because they're so small that you would be ever you'd be in everybody's blind spot because yeah, you're, you're below their mirror line. You're basically a go kart, so you're invisible to to regular cars, and so you're not safe on track. No, you know it's the delta wing effect. You know, and and a, most track days, no matter how relaxed they are, would not allow you out there at the same time as regular cars. Not unless you magically had a handful of other formula cars that they would let out. Well, so the the problem is if there's yeah, if you're just at a regular track day, it's pretty unlikely that there's going to be a handful of formula cars exactly. out there. And if you're club racing, that car doesn't have a class that it fits in, so they're not going to let you out there either. Yeah, then you're just wasting your time. That's the thing that sucks, because like a little formula car with a motorcycle engine, it would be fucking killer. But It'd unless you have the budget to rent fun. tracks, you got nothing to do with it. I know, it. but it's like, a, it's like the cheapest way to go outrageously way too fast. Oh, yeah. But you can't do it. Short of autocrossing, local, on a local level, there's nothing you can do it. But maybe if you could get like a $500 formula chassis and, you know, like a $500 motorcycle drivetrain and put them together and just be like, fuck it, this is my autocross rig. You know, that's about all you can do. It'd be fun. It'd be terrifying. It'd I be a lot of fun. A, I want to build like a, like a modified circle track car. For autocross? For road For course. Can you, it's just a roll cage. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, if I decide I want to change something, I just weld it onto the existing cage. If I don't like it, I cut it off. Yeah. Could get crazy with it. I'm surprised nobody's done that. What's a circle track chassis cost? That's the thing. There's no none of them last because they they drive until they're destroyed. And then they get a new one. So you don't buy you don't buy them on Craigslist. They get passed down. You know what I mean? Like so the rich one. guy, the rich guy will build a new car. Yep. And he'll race it for a year or two, and then he'll sell it to like a mid-level guy, and he'll race it for a year or two, and then you'll sell it to like this guy who's just trying to get into the it, new guy, and he'll race it for a year or two, and then after that, it's just scrap. Hmm, that's a bummer. The other thing is that when you're buying those like full-fledged chassis, you know, two chassis cars, they're offset. Um, yeah, you know, to turn one direction really well and and nothing else. So you'd have to find a square chassis or you'd have to to square it yourself. That sounds like a lot of work. Well, that's the thing is, is since it's just a tube chassis, 
I, I mean, I'm not a welding expert, but I don't think it'd be too bad to, to square it up. Maybe I'm way off base here, but... The only thing is that none of us are good enough welders to do that, so then you got to pay somebody. There's only one way you get there. <coughs> Practice on the car you're about to drive 150 miles an hour. Exactly. Practice <laughs> on the race car. Practice <laughs> on structural components of your race car. Yes. This is where Tech Inspector Jabez never going to let any of our cars on the... Did I you don't, do that hey weld yourself? Hey, no, I, got, I, I paid got a fucking for certificate for my roll bar, and I will bring it, <laughs> sir. I don't own a welder, so don't worry. None of those welds are mine. I do, but I don't have all of the accessories. Said the, said the that welding inspector, it. by the way. Well, I, I can I can do metallurgical analysis analysis analyses. <laughs> Just you can't do them yourself. You're I a can. welding inspector, and right? I'm not making that up. You inspect welds. I, I do. Okay. That's a portion of his job. Okay. On yeah, I was like, I'm not making this up, right? No, I do a metallurgical analysis. Okay. So like, down to the grain structure of telling exactly what's wrong with it. Yeah. It's a piss poor weld, young man. I've, I have noticed that like, I'll look at things and I'm like, that's a shitty shit. weld. Like, I, the, I remember when I was looking for headers for the, the LS swap. CX Racing makes a, a, a handful of like swap kit parts. And their headers online, like you looked at it and you're like, did they do that with a stick welder in the fucking dark? That's the ugliest <laughs> weld I've ever seen. It's a piece of stick and a battery, Robbie. I was like, why, why, are, why is that your advertising piece? And then like for $100 more, you could get the like ISRs, which is like a... It's kind of like Megan. Like they make a bunch of aftermarket parts for basically everybody. And then they make a swap kit. or Yeah, they make mounts and then headers. And that, they, their welds are great. They, they're like TIG welded. They're really smooth. Then you go all the way to the level of like hooker or... Uh, or sicky or something, you know, where they're, you know, that top notch. Like I just I couldn't believe what they were selling, what they were willing to put out there as like a production piece. This is this is our best piece that we're going to sell you, and the welds didn't even look like they were sealed. Yeah, spend fifteen minutes with a grinder on it before you take some pictures, at least, right? Have or, or have somebody that can weld do your produ- do one to your showpiece. Yep, have one guy hand weld one. Well. Maybe we don't. Maybe maybe you should be glad that they didn't. Yeah, because if yeah, it would have been, been a nice one, you would have bought it, and then they would have showed up looking like that. You'd have been pissed. Yep, because they're they're the ones that made the oil. They make a swap oil pan, which is just like my Canton, except for their baffles, they use hinges like you buy at Lowe's. Um, no, I'm not putting. Are that you kidding on, me? I'm not putting that on my car. That's not actually that uncommon. But like you look at it, and you're like, you look at Cantons. You can get the whole swap kit for like retail of five fifty, like literally everything you need from the filter adapter to everything. Yep. And the filter adapter alone is like a hundred bucks, which is crazy. But and then you look at um, CX Racing's. I know I'm like bashing CX Racing, but you look at their parts online, and it's the same general concept. They take aluminum and just weld it all together, and then they go to Lowe's and get hinges. Like, why wouldn't you just spend an extra dollar and get a decent like hinge that's made for this or so, you know some a baffle that's made for this rather than a hinge well cuz nobody makes a baffled pan for my car right but they have oil starve issues uh when you start to get into high g's into one direction or the other i don't remember which one but there are multiple like diy's that you can get and like somebody even has a a page where you can print out uh like a cutout to cut your metal with mm-hmm. and you use a, a hinge and it keeps the oil from flowing away from the pickup no, I understand when you're the turning that direction. I, I understand the concept, but if you're, you're a production company, you're a manufacturing facility, supposedly, and this is your best effort 
and it's the same quality as somebody that's going to make it in their garage. Like, mm. you know, I don't. Why spend the money on the part then? Yeah, I, just give me the plans. I'll make it at home for a hundred dollars, and I'll give the same exact results. There's always a market for the cheapest. I know, and uh, quickest route to to solution. Which is why I'm not done yet because I didn't go that route. It's a good call. And I refuse to. You're going to be significantly happier and have spent less money when you are done. Yes, because I won't be. Less, re- there'll be less crying. <laughs> hopefully, if nothing else. Because in the long run, those guys end up buying Canton oil pans and sicky headers. They just spent money on the CX racing parts first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like for a hundred or two hundred dollars more, you could get like the top of the line. Just it was a no-brainer. So what else about this year, 2017? Before we move on. I want to. I want to drive a car, just just on one a, a car, a car on track. A car That's all on I want a, on a racetrack or in a parking lot with guns on it. We were, I was walking through the parking lot at High V <coughs> Tuesday Monday, and I turned to Jess and I said, "If my car's not running by May, I'm buying one of those." And I pointed to a uh, 2005 Toyota Celica. I'm like, "I'm buying. I don't. I don't care. I will not go another season without racing. I will have that car in my driveway. I pray to God that doesn't happen." You got to find you a two thousand dollar race car if your car doesn't start. Yes. Okay. Good to know. It's out there now. I'll start my Craigslist search tomorrow. No, you shouldn't have to. How dare you? Believe in Robbie. Negative Nielsen. (laughs) Negative. Negative, sir. I just want to see you buy another race car. No, I need this car running. I can't. It's unreal. More race cars. It'd be more like Michael. No, Everyone needs multiple race cars. Yeah, eventually, but not now. I just need one that runs. Yeah. Well, I need one that can safely be driven down the road on the wheels it's on. That's a good call. I like that. Yeah. Like that's that's what I hate when you guys do your project updates. <laughs> like my car's is so close to not or to being perfectly done. I just need some money, and I just never have it because something you, always comes up. I probably asked you this before. Could you put some sort of wheel or some sort of tire on those BMW wheels? Like if it was like I can I can get these yeah, but it's like a one ninety five. Oh. Join the club, bro. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I run a 185. I can already spin my, my nine-inch wide slick with ease. I just don't want to run that narrow of a tire on that car. Because then you'd be a lot slower than me instead of just a little bit slower. Exactly. That'd be a huge bummer. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, fair but, enough. But podcast-wise, I really want to... Like, I want to see Grid Life Atlanta. I want to take guys up on these offers that they've thrown out like i'll be in california for eight days in march but i won't be able to like i looked it up james is seven hours north of where i'm going to be so i was like oh i could call up james we could you know go do something he's eight hours away so you know i'll be halfway across the country but still eight hours um, sometimes never having been there you forget how big california really is i've been there but i, I just I, I knew i was in irving or i will be in irving and i knew he was somewhat in Are that you working? Area. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm there. Oh, for, okay. I'm there for a week of training. Okay, and then, uh, but like, I can't think of his name, but he offered us to go do rally things with him in Pennsylvania. Ryan, Ryan, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to take him up on that. So I mean, if if I could, I'd like to take. Even if actually it's like that rally that he wanted us to go to is in Missouri somewhere. All right, well that's happening. So somebody in Missouri said sure. I could drive his car. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. St. Louis. Sorry. Yeah, my goal this for 2017 is to take up basically every one of these awesome offers. I want to take them up on it. That's my goal, as well as my own personal driving goals. I, again, this boils down to me never having any budget. 
If I want to go and do those things, I pretty much can't have a race program this year. How about year. this? How about we say that this podcast makes some fucking money this year so that we can all go do shit? <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. How about we go set that as a goal That's as a opposed goal. to... Yeah. Instead of like, hey, why don't I spend a bunch of money going here, and then why don't I spend a bunch of money... No, this podcast is going to make some fucking money this year. Well, that may be happening sooner than we... Yeah, hopefully hope. it comes up nice. soon. Get fun. some expenses paid for. Woo! Expenses. Gonna have to, like, get an LLC for this or some shit. You have to make this very professional. That's okay. It's true. That's why we have a business major. I have, I have a business degree. Then I don't have to worry about these things. I just, Michael, just make sure that when my tax guy comes knocking, I'm not going to go to jail. This is what I did. That's in all business. I have to worry about. A whole lot of this. Yeah, we know you went to Iowa. Drinking. That's all, that's, all they, that's all they do at Iowa. You were so duding? Yeah, I was so duding. So dude. Chugged that bottle of booze. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's Iowa for you. Oh, you got any, got any goals above what that's, I That's My main one is just, you know. I'd I'd like to have our travel paid for. You know, it's we can't. We're not gonna. I really don't think that quitting our jobs to do this. No, no. But like, if we could get a little bit of something to pay for some travel and you know make that easier, because then we can have better content. You know, and then that flows into having more people because we're doing more interesting things, more people that listen, and you know, we've talked about we want to do more video stuff, so we're gonna we're exploring that a little bit more. My big goal for this year is is getting some some us in front of a camera for our YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, more YouTube content, which again we can monetize. You know, yeah, it'd be fun. So and and uh, yeah, because you know, like Adam was saying, there's a bunch of shit on YouTube, and by shit I don't mean stuff. I mean yeah. like actual. I've shit. I've been doing what I call market research here lately on YouTube, and there's a lot of really bad stuff on YouTube with eighty thousand subscribers. I'm just like, what? What? What, what are they doing that I'm not? What, like, what, what, I'm where's so the confused. disconnect here? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I don't get it. Like, yeah, you can thirteen year olds that are doing blogs or vlogs or whatever, and dude, they have a million subscribers. I don't get it. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I'm, I'll leave names out, but one I was watching, they they bought a two forty and they were driving it down the road, and the battery kept dying. You're like, oh, we need to replace the battery because it's shot. No, your charging system's. If you're driving the car hey, down bro. the road and it dies, hey bro, hey bro, that's not the problem. Real you can buy all the batteries you want. That's not the problem. Yeah. You ever go to O'Reilly's to get another battery? Okay, you're, you're wasting your time. moron. Congratulations. You're and already got O'Reilly's. A, and they've got 150,000 subscribers on their channel. Yeah. Dude, uh, my girlfriend was telling me about this girl that does like video blog updates and stuff and makeup. Yeah. She, she makes $35,000 a, a month. A month. Crazy. Just all she does is it's probably it's probably not her laptop because she's making thirty five thousand dollars a month. But so she's got a camera rig with a light on it, and she just shoots herself doing product reviews of makeup. Matt Ferris, uh sister does that. Does she really? Yeah, they both make their living on YouTube. Craziness. That's what happens when your dad's. Who did he work for? I don't know what his dad does. I don't have the slightest clue. I'm not that. Didn't he have an? Weird. Wasn't he executive or something? I don't have the slightest clue. Oh, okay. I just know he comes from some level of money. See, that's a problem. We got to work every day, Robbie. It's bullshit. Yep. It occurs to me that all our problems could be solved if we had more money. That's exactly <laughs> how we started the show. <laughs> if we had more money, we would have more money. I'm still playing the lottery and I'm still losing. I'm trying, guys. Ah, I really genuinely am. If we could get a bunch of money, we could have a bunch more money. Yeah. You know, I used to not play the lottery if it was below four hundred million dollars. Right, just, just throw a dollar because, at it every day. Because if if it's not at least four hundred million dollars, it wasn't worth winning. But now I'd be happy with the sixty million dollar starting prize. That'd oh, be yeah. perfectly acceptable. If I God, had we to, could, if I had to, could make a lot of videos with sixty million dollars. Yeah. We, we would be we'd be doing some pretty crazy stuff for sixty million dollars. Well, I mean, even if I only got thirty of it, 
you know, by the time taxes and all that shit are taken care of. <laughs> yep, that's true. Um, I just want to say I appreciate everybody that listens to this fucking stupid podcast. Um, we didn't think anybody would, and we have been surprised month after month that it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and that download number keeps getting bigger. And um, I'm just I'm very grateful of the people that listen to this and participate in the conversations on our social media. Uh, it's it's very humbling. We've had consistent. I mean, I can't put actual percentage numbers to it, but large growth every single month, month after month, and it's been absolutely incredible. Yep. Truly humbling. I'm. It's still so surreal to me. Like just every time I look at, it, I'm like, no way. Really? In I a think, year? Really? That's all. I think that's, that's the it? thing I'm most excited about crazy. is going to events this year and having people actually kind of know us, have a have a level of name association to us. We're going to show up at Grid Life. And there's going to be people running around in gay for Jamaica. It's going to be literally so like 15 happy. people with those shirts, and Adam Jamaica is going to be so pissed. I can't wait till they do their first track battle because there's going to be at least one dude there, right? There's going to be one. At least. And he's going to be like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yep. It's going to be a good year. Oh, I'm so glad he's a good sport. He is a good sport. I'm about so it. glad he's a good sport. He could hate us he and could. ruin us. He, and. For the record, it was cleared with him before we put it on sale. And somebody else made a sticker, but this was like years yeah, before. We're grabbing somebody else's running joke, I'll admit that, but it's all right. All right, Robbie. Let's do that news. No, let's do project updates. He's got a list, bro. What is this list? Have you... Have, have I you... thought that was a list for this, for this bit. Oh, this project update Oh, shit. List. Well, I, I didn't realize Did that. you do any project I... updates? No, because I haven't worked on my car. Oh, have you do have you worked on your car? He already said he hasn't worked on his car. Okay. My project update is going to work every day and hopefully having enough money to buy some tires at the end of it all. Okay. Got my W two. That's a project update. Nice work. <laughs> Tax t- return is closer. My parents, I've, uh, my mom will be here this weekend, which means I can get my tax stuff rolling. Nice. I've been told I can't, I'm not allowed to use that money for anything but a house. So how dare you? Damn it. How be irresponsible. You, how dare you be in a committed relationship? I know. I made promises. I already it's have ridiculous. a house. So I'm good. Need a house. I am in a house. In a house. You live in a house. And I'm not married. And I don't have a living girlfriend. So I can do what the fuck I want. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I did you so. notice he admitted to having a, a girlfriend, girlfriend on, on the show? Shit. Look at you sharing personal Boom. information. <laughs> oh, man. That's nice. <laughs> look, look how red you're turning. I'm so angry right now. He'd Never again. I'm glad we didn't he let did that it. just... I know he did. I know he did. I was going to bring it up like right then, but then I, I didn't want to ruin the moment. No, it was good. People will listen and recognize it and like, oh, he said it. I need to tell his mom to listen so that she'll know because no, chances are... No, she fucking are... knows because she met her. But we haven't. What? We, we haven't met her. Robbie, you work with her. <laughs> that's it's, not it's, the same. See her every fucking day that it's she's not there. not the same. I have to be officially introduced by you. Otherwise Robbie, it's weird. Robbie, the I conversation I've had with her about you, your interaction with her... Is that you see her and you just, hey, and then you like run away. Because I'm working. I've run I have away. Stuff He's a very busy and important man. It's bullshit. I've told you to say more than one word to her when you see her. I've, I have not been introduced to her. I can't. I can't. You've not been it's introduced. Weird. I'm 100% with you, company. Robbie. I agree with you I wholeheartedly. You. I don't he even know say, this girl. That's bullshit. He's just saying that to piss me off. <laughs> I have like three weeks in a row. I'm like, hey, we should get together this weekend, go out to eat or something. And Michael's, oh, I'm too oh, busy. No, I, I don't want you to meet my girlfriend. I'm stuck up. Robbie, you fucking work with her. If I sat down at her desk tomorrow and started talking to her, it'd be weird because she has no idea who I am. It would only be weird and because I've told her to make it weird. The last exactly. thing we need is for him to handsome rob affect your girlfriend from oh, yeah, you. please. No, she hates me. Please. That's why I haven't that's why I haven't talked to her, because she hates me. I've told you before, you're not her type. Why, it's why? probably because he he's filled her with lies. Propaganda. And yeah, propaganda. Yeah. A little bit. 
Can we go back to talking about cars instead of your girlfriend? I guess. Hater. All right. All right. So I had a productive weekend. Uh, I'm so proud of that list. He's I got love a fucking it. list with a girl with a skirt on it. It's, well, it's not. Uh, but it's I don't not have, like I don't have when, scratch paper at home. When I say that, it's not like a sexy thing. Like it's no, not it's a just, piece a, of paper a, you'd find at a strip club. It's like no, it's just something that a girl would have. A girl in her got house. from Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. What was it? Was this or I could draw it on the back of a napkin or you should have wrote it on towel. a piece of cardboard. How paper, dare paper, you, car- sir? Cardboard, a blue shop towel, maybe. Yeah, but this is much easier to write on. I can read it, sort of. I mean, chicken scribble, but you know what I mean. Anyways. So, I started last weekend with installing my drive shaft. Okay. I rewrapped the collector on my uh, driver's side header. Okay. So, that's all fixed. I rewired my fans. Okay. Uh, that's right. You had to cut them out, didn't you? Yep, because I was not about to make that work somehow and still have the engine hanging over the car. Um, I installed the fuel lines. Okay. So, they're in there, but I have to connect those lines to the the chassis fuel lines. So, I've... I, Literally just got the final pieces here today because the guy I bought it from um, shipped it and then realized that he forgot two of the pieces, so he shipped those later. Those just showed up today, so those pro- by the time this airs, I'll probably have them in. Um, I installed the wiring harness. Okay. And the only issues I had was that the reverse sensor, I don't know if it's for the lights or probably for the lights, is up by the tunnel towards the top of the transmission. And the, it was too close. So I had to go in there and like bang a, the, that was weird. Had to knock the uh, tunnel open. Open so, so I could fit the connector in there. And that took way too long because I was under my car. And then the other one was, I got it all done. I'm looking at it going, yeah, this is good. Oh, everything's on my power steering pump because I don't have that yet. But I had everything done. I'm looking at it going, all right, now I did it. And then I was at work the next day going, I fucking forgot to just plug in the uh, crank sensor. And that's that's above the starter behind the header. So that night, I spent an hour laying under it trying to get it, re- reaching in trying to get it. I had my hand stuck behind the header, or left hand behind the header, my other hand stuck between two pipes of the header, and I blindly got it connected behind the starter. It took me a whole freaking hour. But I got it. So the harness Should is... Should have just come down there and tiny hand it for you. No, it's busy season for accountants, so... Oh, it she, is. Yeah, you know. I know that feels... My mom was a, yeah, a tax You accountant. know what's bullshit about this? I just want to get this out here real quick. I'm, he's going to get his car done first for two reasons. A, he has a live-in girlfriend who's an accountant, so she's busy right now. <laughs> and B, because I have a new girlfriend, which means... And I'm not saying that it's a chore, but I'm just saying... So like, it sounds like a chore. Have, you're doing new, you have new to do couple the, things. You have to do the wine and dine thing, right? So what's bullshit is that because he's in a committed relationship I still with a live-in girlfriend who's an accountant, he's going to beat me in this challenge. I still wine and dine all the time, man. I'm have, so pissed. I have a child. I can't remember the last time we went on a date. So I don't wine I, and I, dine. I concede loss to you, sir. Congratulations. Well, you, you're, I'm still like a, a year behind you, but whatever. <laughs> you're going to win, though. Exactly. Um. Not, anyway, continue. I then installed my master cylinder only to realize that the line from the master cylinder to the transmission or the slave cylinder should have been installed before I put the engine in the car. No. Then it has the line connected to it that's supposed to go to the LS or the Camaro master cylinder. So it's a perfect link for that. Not long enough to fit to my Willwood. But that comes with its own line. So I just went online and ordered a dash 4 AN to a dash 3 AN fitting. So they're just connected to each other because there's no fucking way I'm pulling that engine back out. So I just have an extra long master cylinder hose. 
what I mean, what else am I going to do? I suppose if it works, I was trying to think like if that's going to, you know, the extra fluid is going to be an issue, but it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. No, it should just not. have some extra fluid. Yep. We'll find out the hard way if it works or not, but <laughs> it, I don't, theoretically it shouldn't make a big difference. Um, I ordered all my power steering pump stuff. That's, that's all here as of today, Thursday. Um, and I started on a bracket because I came to the realization that with this, uh, bash bar that I have in the front, my bumper doesn't have anything to connect to. So I want it to be a quick disconnect. So what I came up with is this bracket that comes from the frame up in front of where, like where my grill would be. So then the top of the bumper kind of rests on that. And I'm going to use like basically hood pins to make that quick disconnect. And then also have the rubber band type things on the fenders. So I can take my bumper off in basically a minute. So I've been fabricating that in the garage this week. Jess comes down. She's like, what the hell are you doing? Well, all I have is a skill saw and like, like a vice or a bench vice and a hammer. So I'm just like fabricating this stuff from, you know, with caveman tools. But it, it turned out, it's turning out pretty good. I'm kind of, I'm proud of the way it's looking. It never ceases to amaze me how much you, how much you get done with how little you have. It's very impressive. And as, as a guy who's grown up very spoiled, like really degrading. Well, I can either bitch and moan about how I don't have the right tools and, oh, I wish I had this shop or I could just get my shit done. It, it won't be as pretty as if I had a welder because it's everything's bolted together. But it, again, at the same time, I can, now I can kind of bend it back into place and, you know, um, by having bigger holes, I can kind of adjust it. Whereas if I had a welder, I could just hold it and, but, you know, I don't live in that fancy world where I have cool, awesome tools like that. Like a lift and yeah, stuff like lift that. lift or... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, if I if I want to beat Michael to having a running car first, I have to pull out all the stops, and I'm not going to let not having amazing facilities hold me back. So that's the spirit. In the base, super in, proud of you. In the bottom fl- floor of my townhome, in my little tiny garage by myself, I'm getting all this work done while Michael's on dates, dwining and dining. I know it's drinking really and, drinking and living on and piano bars. It's and, really annoying. Know, and all that random stuff. Yeah. Super annoying. Talking about horology. I'm spending my money on, you know, wine and steak as opposed to buying a wiring harness. I get it. I get it. I'm not oh. taking the shortcut. It's fine. Oh. I'm doing it the old fashioned way. A little soldering, a little wiring. I'm not an electrician. I'm not about to mess with wiring again. I am kind of an electrician and I'm with Robbie on this one. No way. Nobody makes an L T one F C R seven wiring harness. I can I can guarantee That's it. like three fourths of the reason I don't have a mega squirt on the Omni. Well, Maddie, let's go with 25%. Three-fourths <laughs> of the reason is because I can't own it, but the other 20, or because I can't afford it. The other 25% is because... Nobody makes I, a plug-and-play harness? To, I'd have to build my own harness. and Hell yeah, it's a lot The car doesn't even have fuel injection on it, let alone a computer. So, like, it, it'd be a... I mean, I'd literally be building a harness for it. So, Michael, just to let you know, after Wild Wades, I will... If I don't get it at Wild Wades, I'll just order it. I will. All I need left is my intake. Wild wages is a swap me we're going to this weekend, by the oh, way. I thought we talked about the for, for those who aren't inside baseball with us. So I will get my intake system made because I'm making it all my own. I'm not actually buying one. I, you'll like it. Is it carbon fiber? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Would ruin the ruin yeah, the, ruin the surprise, Adam. That was a guess. Um, then it's just basically put everything together. Power steering f- pump. And get my tune. Oh, man. Mine's, I think, one fuel line away from hooking it up and starting it. 
And then the ECU's got to go out. And then the tune. Yep. And so you're really not that everything. far away. No, not really. Not really. But there's still like a billion things that could go wrong. Oh, yeah. There's a higher right probability that Robbie's drivetrain works a lot better than mine because his ran last. I think you're you're negative Nielsen on your drivetrain, frankly. I just don't want to be like, it's going to fucking, I don't want to be that guy. It's like, no, I mean, it's going to work. It's going to be perfect. We're going to be drifting in April, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you know, the transmission. Yeah, th- I was that shut. guy last year. It's, right. not, it's not cool. I don't want to be that dude. No. And I'm like, fun. it's not, in, in all reality, it's not that big a deal. Like, if it's if it doesn't work, no. I'll just keep working on it and drive the Fiat, you know? I think there's a higher probability <laughs> that, the, that the transmission is faulty than the motor. Yeah, I think the motor's good. It's it's never fired since the top end was rebuilt, but... But, like, that transmission, either someone didn't know what they had or knew that it was bad and didn't tell you. That transmission was, like, secondhand. I haven't used it. Sort of thing. Yeah, but it was suspiciously cheap. Right, it's because that guy had never run it. He had right. bought it from another guy. Right. So he didn't know the condition it was in. Okay. Yellow. Yeah. Full yellow. It was that or run the automatic, so... No, it's not an option. With paddle shifters, so... That would have been pretty cool, though. With the paddle shifters. paddle shifters would be so bad. Yeah, it was going to be standalone ECU for the, com- for the transmission. There's a company that makes that kit. Huh. And then you put paddle shifters on it. I was like, in all reality, it's not not a bad. It's probably a faster track day car with a paddle. Well, especially because at that time you were GT carring. I was GT carring, and that would be really nice. And it would make a nice track day deal. Like you know, when you're when you're TSD and you're just grabbing paddles and stuff. Yeah, and you could do a full uh, manual lockout on it, so it would run in manual all the time. You know what I mean? So whatever gear you have selected is the gear. Yeah, it's the only gear you get. It's still kind of an interesting idea. Like, as I talk about it again, it kind of sounds cool, but <laughs> I don't want to do it. Next where? No, next, next project. When I get my 240. Yeah. Because have you seen that at 240 at Performance Auto? Not to get really off topic, but... No, I have not. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. Holy It's like crap. everything in my being to, like, not go look at it. It's the cleanest 240 on the planet. I'll have to check it out. I would not. If I were you, I would recommend not doing that. Not fine. Do they have a price on it? Thirty five hundred bucks manual. Oh, stock is stock is stock. Wow, that's a good price. And it is clean, 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 like super I'm, clean. Like I'm not convinced it's an Iowa car clean. It's wow. so sweet. You should go get it. No. You should go get it. No, I don't even want it. <laughs> like I, I couldn't care less about owning a 240. If I was gonna drift something, it'd be that white truck sitting right outside there. Hell yeah. Oh boy. Then I would V8 swap it. If I was serious about going drifting, I'd put a V8 in that S10 and I'd go drifting with it. You need to let him borrow your Fiat. He needs to understand what drifting is, and then we can get this V8 swap. He could drift that I'd right rather, now. I'd rather time attack. Put a welded diff in the, in in the, the, S10. In the S10 and drift that. I need to get the, the oiling issue fixed. People drift hard bodies all the time. Yeah, but nobody wants that oil on the track. That's yeah. true. There's enough oil that leaks out of it. It'd be like a constant oil down. People are not into that. On track days, as that's, as it turns out, as it turns out, they seem to frown on that. That's what I've heard, especially event organizers. You know, what's really going to annoy Robbie right now. We're at like an, an hour, hour and a half. hour and twenty five minutes <laughs> right now. You want to <laughs> well, do the news, Robbie? Let's hit some news real quick. All right, let's hit it hard. Let's hit it fast. Uh, let's start this off with uh, Hyperloop One. They want to be able to drive your or no, they want the vehicles to be autonomous, and then that vehicle would go to the hyper Hyperloop tube. And then they would drive off with that. It's so I don't understand. In theory, so you're sounds, driving a car in the hyperloop? 
I don't know. I don't understand how they even think this is going to work. Like the, their big dream of this is instead of an Uber or, or like an Uber, you would go on your phone and be like, I need a car today. And I need to, I need to go from Des Moines to Los Angeles because theoretically the hyperloop comes to Des Moines. And then the car comes and picks me up because it's autonomous and I go, I go with the car and then the car takes me to the hyperloop and then the hyperloop just, it just drives into the hyperloop. And then that car goes all the way to Los Angeles. Goes 600 miles an hour or whatever to Los Angeles. Which doesn't make any sense because for the Hyperloop tube to work, it needs to be vacuum sealed. So nobody can get in it. Right. You can't, Once it's it, sealed. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, and then how are you going to merge? Yeah, you're going to be speeding up and slowing down every time someone gets in and out of it. The, the, the only way that tube even could possibly work in my mind is if it's a train. And you have right. a big group and then you just... That tube is off. Scheduled it's, starts. Yeah, it, it goes from this place to that place, and that's it. And then until that thing turns around and comes back, no one can go. What, what would be so wrong with in this autonomous environment that they're talking about, if that's the case where you have a Hyperloop train car, and you go from Des Moines, so you get your Uber to your autonomous Uber to the Hyperloop, and then you get out, and you get in the Hyperloop, and then you take that to Los Angeles. Well, because we're we're, we're a very it. lazy society, and I don't even want to have to get out of my car to get into my train to go to Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, I forgot we're fat Americans. I we didn't are. think about that. Yep, that's true. Well, I don't, it's not going to work. You're you're an my outlier. Idea is ridiculous. You're, yep. you're walking twenty you're, uh, feet. You know. Yeah, you're you're daily. You know, three Beef, hours at the gym yeah, for sure, and your swole life. Swole life. That's not a. That's Hashtag. you're an outlier. Hashtag <laughs> Instagram. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's, it's it doesn't make any sense when they were trying to explain it. I just can't. And that was the exact same thing I thought of. First of all, I was like, so in order to get something in it, you have to break the vacuum, which is the whole reason that it works. So then everybody that's in it, it I mean, they come to a stop. Yeah. You break their necks with the de- deceleration? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, is there a way to like, maybe you, once you get, you can like launch people into it from like a separate area? There's no way that Most you can merge are. that without having a a vacuum release, though. It'd be like it'd be like a Mars thing, where or like, well, a, like a, a, decompression a decompression chamber. chamber yeah. Yep. So you got to decompress in the little thing, and then they got to speed you up and shoot you into the tube. And I, I suppose you could do that. Then, yeah, but then you're too. I don't know. I, just, I don't see how it would work. So and then. Are you going to go into the economics of this? Because yes. it's really stupid. <laughs> because there's I'll no- let you do it. Because it doesn't make any fucking. There's sense no at all. way this is going to work. Because by their estimates, it's going to cost eleven point five million per mile. Per mile. Yeah, I read that several times, and I'm like, "There's no way this is correct." Oh my god! This assumes. This also assumes that they can they can actually build the tube. Meaning, yeah. like, you got to build Last it. Last time you, they somewhere. haven't figured out how to actually achieve their goal. Well, there's that, but also like you have to go to a farmer in Iowa and say, "I need to put a tube through your land." And he goes, okay, guess what this is going to cost Ask the pipelines how easy that is. It'd be, it'd be easier than a pipeline. I will give him that. Because the pipeline has oil spills and all that shit. You know, whatever. But the Hyperloop tube, in Trust theory... Me, we don't want to go there. We, no, we... It, Not today. No. What I, were you going to say, Robbie? Sorry. I was just going to say, like, if... if I, would, I would expect a Hyperloop to be more likely, if it wasn't so expensive, to have a farmer say, yeah, you put that on my land over oil. But the, but, problem, but the problem with that is with a, with a Hyperloop tube, it's got to be straight, though. And it's huge. It, it has it, to be straight. That's the problem with, like, so you'll see some, like, county roads roads that curve around and stuff like that. It's because you're going in between, you know, land. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the Hyperloop tube is it absolutely has to be straight. 
So you get, you know, six farms down or whatever, and you get to Joe Billy Bob, and he's an asshole, and he knows for a fact that that tube has to has to go straight through his land, and he goes, nah, $10 million a foot. I'm retiring early. Yeah, hey, I'm done here. You guys are going to take up, you know, approximately, you know, who, who maybe an acre total by the time you, if, however wide the tube is and the length and blah, 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 whatever. One acre of unfarmable land for me. Guess what's going to cost you? It's going to cost you twenty million, hundred million dollars. This is things that that <clears throat> the city folk who are likely designing this—that's a—that's a logistical thing they've never thought about. Why wouldn't somebody want this going through their land? That's kind of how they see that, I would bet. And it's not a government agency, so you can't use uh, what's that called? Eminent domain. domain. Yeah, you can't use that because it's a private thing. You know, until the government steps in and says that they're going to they're going to take it over or whatever. No indication that they're going to, but just saying. Yeah, I, I I remember last year when they had the first like trial run where they drove 100 feet into a sand pile and with a rocket propelled sled that we've done a million times before. Yeah, it's not really even like it's not even a representation of what they're actually going to do. They haven't really finalized designs of what it could possibly be. And it wasn't at full scale; it was like half scale or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I don't think this is ever going to go anywhere. I really don't. It's a cool idea. It'd be great if I could just hop on a 700 mile an hour train. From Des Moines to anywhere, that'd be awesome. But it's I don't. I let eleven million dollars a mile. It's just not going to happen. That's outrageous. Let's start with two hundred mile an hour trains like Japan has and work our way up. Yep. What's next, Robbie? Uh, Bernie Ecclestone, the former former like president or leader chairman chairman of Formula One, has been forced to resign. Woo! He's been he's been given the title of Chairman Emeritus. Which, Which is, is a bullshit title. It's it is a, a figurehead title. Jerk head or jerk off title. Yeah. He's the Queen of England of F one. He's the Queen of England of F one, which I think is fitting for him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, a, it does not surprise me that they got rid of him. They Formula One was bought by Liberty Media for eight billion dollars. They want to turn this what what Bernie tur- turned into like a big thing. They want to turn it into what it could could possibly be instead of just being eh, it's big enough. Because Bernie hasn't been, in the last five, ten years, he hasn't done shit. For the first 30 years, yeah, absolutely. But not recently. He's, he's, been, in, not, he's, he's been in that position that long? 40 years. Really? Yep. Wow. He's just, he's, at, and at this point, at 86, he's basically a senile old man. And he's yeah, just, that dude's lost it. And he's, he's, he has no grip on reality. He has no idea like what's actually going on like in marketing or like trying to grow a business. He doesn't want... He basically doesn't want F1 to be on social media in any capacity. Right. It's it's almost impossible to watch it in any way except for on TV at two o'clock in the morning for an American. Nope. It's not streamed on any service. It's it's sponsored by Rolex, and, and that's it. <laughs> I and mean, it's stuff that that you know the average person that they need to be marketing to. Like I didn't even, I didn't even. That's a watchmaker, right? Tag Heuer. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that sign a million times, never knew what they did or what they were doing or mm-hmm. who that was a sponsor for. Oh, I did. Well, I, I mean, I, that, I think that's just a shows how, how off his marketing game is. Oh, yes. It's terrible. But I, I think it's Liberty Media is going to actually take Formula One and turn something big out of it. They got rid of Bernie. They hired three people to replace him, one of whom, which I think is probably the greatest hire they could have done, it it is Sean Bratches. He was the former executive vice president of sales and marketing for ESPN. 
So, I mean, if, if there was one person in the entire world that has the ultimate connections in sports, it's this guy. Yeah. I mean, who's going to market Formula One better than an, a former ESPN marketer? I, I think yeah. it's great. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be nice to see Formula One on a, on a bigger scale in the United States. Have you seen that picture of Bernie Eccleston after he got punched in the face? Yeah, that advertisement they ended yeah. up using. Yep. Yeah, because he got mugged. He got I think, mugged. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, did we talk about that on I here? think so. It, it, I don't remember. Yeah, Yuble watch or whatever it's called. It's like a $200,000 watch. So we punched him in the face and stole from him. Yep, then they turned it into an advertisement. They turned it into an advertisement. Like, look how much people want our watches. <laughs> it's like, it's. can you pull it up? Because it's literally like the most gruesome, disgusting picture of it's a human rough. being. Yeah, it's like, dude. That your face fucked. is fucked. Like your face was fucked before. Yeah, he's an ugly man. But somebody completely just like yeah, like brass. Oh, look at his face, like, like brass knuckles. Oh, dude, we gotta post that because it's That's so messed rough. up. It'll be on. Oh, his YouTube. face is so screwed up. His face is messed up anyway. Yep. Jeez. So he can just take his billions and just live out the last few years of his life and just go away. Yeah, that dude's worth billions and billions. Three billion. That's a lot of money. That's, oh yeah, He'll that, be all right. That's FU money. And then yeah. I, don't, I don't know what he's worth now that they sold Formula One. but Yeah, I don't know how much of that he sees, I guess. I don't know. His net worth was like 3.2 or something. What's next, Robbie? The uh, 13 Hotel has gold dip Rolls Royces <laughs> if you happen to stay there and want to use them. This is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my life. These these Rolls Royces they ordered. I was looking up the specs on these. It's absolutely ridiculous. They have they ordered thirty of them. Yep. And then there's two extra special ones. If yeah. I understood that correctly. Yeah. But I think um, I don't know if this was the special ones or just the normal ones. But anyway, they have two hundred and fifty percent more paint <laughs> than a normal one, and that equates to ten layers of paint. And then one of which has gold in it. Yeah, one of them has a, like a gold, like six layers of gold subbase or something like that. The the the, gr- the everything that's chrome, the grill and all that stuff, yep. and the spirit of ecstasy is all twenty four karat gold plated. Yep, and the Rolls Royce emblem on the two really special ones has three hundred and thirty six diamonds in it. Isn't the the umbrella gold plated and yep. stuff like that too? The yep. umbrella that pops out of the door. Yep. And Rolls Royce is like these are the most expensive cars we've ever produced. This is this is the biggest amount of money we've just taken in at one time ever. Well, thirty of them, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that double rolls sale for the for yeah, the yeah. They're year. like we're super pumped about this. We'll do whatever you want. <laughs> How many can we build you? Would you like that as a reoccurring, like a yeah, revolving do door thing? Yeah. Do you, how many do you need annually? The big spike in earnings for Rolls Royce in two, in twenty seventeen. Yeah. So I don't really look into this hotel because I'm not a Yeah, well, you're not going to use their Rolls Royce anytime soon, so, Robbie? I don't think million is enough to billion, describe I, the people who use this motel. Billions? I don't know. People that go to this hotel stay at the super special suite where they get, Where is it? Like Dubai or something crazy. Like okay. I don't think it's anywhere near us. No, I assumed that. I assumed some it was some other, foreign country. Yeah. But. And maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But how do you even... What's? The, I don't understand what's the point here. So I go, I go to this hotel. Tell me about it, Rob's st- responsibility. Stay in this very, very expensive hotel for the night, which is, I'm sure, in the thousands a night. And then they let me borrow this car. Are they going to have an armored vehicle drive behind it? I mean, some asshole is going to just you know walk up to it and steal the hood emblem. I no, mean, they figured that out. The, the spirit of ecstasy has like some proximity sensor on it. 
Oh yeah. for God's sake. They figured that out years that's, ago. That's a or normal. Like, that's like, like a normal base Rolls Royce. Get anywhere model near touching thing. it, it like snaps down real quick. In like less than half a second. Before you can even grab <laughs> it. I mean, it snaps like down. you can't you can't do it. But to your point, you can still steal the three hundred and thirty six diamonds on the nose. Yeah. Because that's not protected. That's just yeah. On the I'm coming front. in there with a crowbar. Look out, people! Taking well, that I, emblem. Well, you know, someone goes and takes. Say it's a fifty thousand dollar a night hotel room. Or something crazy, and they stay there, and then they get this awesome car, and then they. I take don't it. think you drive it. Oh, there's a driver. Oh, oh there, is, there is a driver. I, didn't I would guarantee there there's is a driver for these it's a chauffeur. Cars. You are not driving. That dude's yet. fucking. Packing. I forgot. I forgot about that because there are. I think they said two drivers. I don't know if it's for all the whole fleet or to these two cars specifically, and they're trained by Rolls Royce. I would I bet you those that. cars are never left alone. Okay, fair enough. Now my my logic was flawed at first, but no. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, I it's, guess it is no Nissan Rogue. I will give you that. <laughs> I know you can leave that anywhere. Yeah, no one, nobody will vandalize. So nobody. inconspicuous. It so. is inconspicuous. Absolutely, it's the way to go. You could gold plate it, and it'd still be inconspicuous. Have you seen the cars where they get the gold plate kit and they gold like it's not real gold, but like they gold plate all the emblems? They went to Pet Boys. Oh, that's so stupid. I always thought that was, it well, was dumb. I want to do it to your car because you hate gold. This right. car is. I want to do green and gold. Green and gold. Gold doesn't. Gold by itself isn't. Oh. Isn't super offensive to me, but green and gold. It's just like, come on, guy. My next car is gonna be green and gold. I think just to just to get you. If we were like real full blown like actual jackass jackasses, we would paint his car fucking green one night. We could plastic dip it. Green. I was that's a, say that's, a, a, that's a very that's it. a very jackass. No, jackass would paint it. Could that be? Yeah, a, but we could plastic dip. Like I shouldn't be encouraging this, but you could plastic dip it for YouTube. You could. You could if you know. Are, what, are you, you ever going to go on vacation or a work trip or anything? And leave your car here. Not anymore. <laughs> if you really want, if you really wanted to fuck with somebody and you had like a little bit too much money on your hands, you could plastic dip somebody's car. I love it. That's, that's a good YouTube such a video. dickhead thing to do. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's as not, easy and quick as people make it out to be. No, but you could plastic dip the whole thing though. Like just plastic dip the windows and the oh. lights and the whole. Like that's such an asshole. Just give it thing some racing stripes. That'd be good enough. Nah, it's. I think that's the whole thing of like, did somebody just spray paint my entire car? <laughs> I'd be so. Mad. I know that's what I'm saying. You'd be so mad. You'd still be mad when you realized it was plastic dip, but like a normal yeah. person wouldn't know that. Right. They just think it was paint and someone had been a massive asshole. Yeah, I would walk up to it and touch it and like, oh, try okay. to Try to scratch it off. <sighs> okay, it's going to be all right. <laughs> Still pissed, though. I'm not going to jail for murder, at least. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll move on with uh, Viper owners have started a crowdfunding uh, attempt to have Vipers retake the record at Nürburgring. Taking it back from the Porsches. I love it. Did you ever get a like a total? What are they after? One hundred and fifty nine thousand is the goal, and the intent of that of that is to pay a driver, ship two ACRs over there, and then pay to rent the track, and then you know obviously everything that goes along with that. What are they at? Seventy seventy three four hundred. Yep, seventy three thousand four hundred dollars. They're almost halfway there. Okay, that's not too bad. One hundred and fifty four people have donated, and then I think it's over. Uh, I'm not finding it. Doesn't we should, matter. We should donate ten bucks. Ten tons podcast. It's kind of crazy when you scroll through it. People are donating real money. Like, oh, I don't doubt that. A thousand here, a thousand there. Like, yeah, let's do it. Like, this is bragging rights. This makes my crap. viper worth money. I do. I, it'd be kind of cool to see him go get it though. It would be cool. I like the viper. I like the fact that it's just it, it's, it's it's a brute manual transmission. 
Did Dodge never take that car there? I don't think so. I think that was no. when they had that stupid speed limit thing. Yep. I'm surprised they did like double back on it though. I mean, with all the work they put into and all the other records, they all broke. the rec- I mean, they had like what 13 or whatever it was that we had talked about earlier this year. 13 track records. I think FCA cut the money on the program though, and if you don't have any money in the program, you can't do anything. It seems like an Italian thing to to be willing <laughs> to spend money on. Like I know we cut the program, but but let's, here's let's your hundred fifty gur. They probably spent that money sending the Julia. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sure Sergio doesn't care about some Dodge. Yep, not a dead one anyway. <laughs> it's not going to make him money. Julia might. Nah, I'd rather a Viper. What else we got, Ravi? So, really? That, that, that's hard to actually for me. Huh. All right, well, we'll finish this off with Walmart wants to sell vehicles, which is a very misleading title. It is misleading. It is it's very misleading. Did you notice that every which fucking... Is- Real journalists on online copied that same fucking title. Yeah, it's clickbait. All they wanted was for you to click on it and be like, "Which oh, is why Walmart. I wanted to talk about it." Did, did that auto blog article even really say that they aren't actually selling cars? Because uh, it seemed to me that the person that wrote this didn't have an understanding of what was actually happening. I re- I actually didn't read the auto blog one. I found it somewhere else where okay. they expl- explained what was actually going on. Which again is, I I don't understand how it was successful. In the first place, where they where they trial did trials of it, but it, I, I guess we can go into what they're actually doing. So, so let's explain it to start with. Okay, so Walmart, the what the way it is intended to sound is that they're going to have a car lot in the parking lot, and that's not the case. So what they're going to have is at the front of the store is a kiosk where you can go and browse vehicles within a fifteen mile radius. You know what else does that? Cars.com. Your computer. <laughs> Auto Trader. Auto Trader. Craigslist. Craigslist. Any any number of things. CarMax. And the reason they said this is so successful in the places they tried it and that why it's such a good idea is because people it takes the pressure out of shopping for cars. So does the internet. Like there's no salesman on the internet. Like you go and look at these things. You can do it in the comfort of your home. When I'm at Walmart with a cart full of groceries, I don't want to stand at a red box and look for cars. I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, so I think the way that this works is that it's partnering with this car company called Car Saver, yep. and they're a broker. So all they do is, like, I think they're going to have a dude that sits at that kiosk, and you tell him you want a Ford Explorer, and he's like, oh, okay, great. Let's see what we can find. And he finds some stuff, and he says, you know, here's what people are paying for Ford Explorers. Here's what we could probably get you one for. Uh, you could also look at, you know, pick some something else, pick an equivalent, you know, Dodge Durango or something like that. You know, this is a little cheaper. We could probably get you one of those for a couple grand cheaper, similar equipment. And you go, oh, okay, well, you know, I think I'll, I, I want a Durango for $35,000. You know, he's like, okay. And he goes around, tries to find a Durango for $35,000, negotiates with the dealership until he can get one. And then he says, great, I got it for you. It's going to cost you $35,000. I can get your financing lined up. I can get your insurance lined up if you don't have an insurance agent. You know, and then his fee is wrapped up inside of that somewhere. So that's that's how they're doing it, is that it's one step farther in that you have a person that's, your broker and that guy's getting you a car and he's doing the negotiation and dealing with the dealership. And that's it. That's where he's making his fee is. I gotcha. He, he's getting you a better deal. And you know, in some ways he may be better equipped to do that. Cause he's like, dude, I just talked to you fucking yesterday. You know, you were, you, you sold, I know that you sold this car for X amount of dollars last month or whatever. And you, now you're giving me this deal and this is bullshit. 
you know, I don't know that these guys are really that aggressive, probably not, but you, you could in some ways have a little bit of leverage that way if you had a really good idea of what the market looked like, because that's all you do is deal in cars, you know, new cars and used cars and who's making deals and who's not making deals and you got a relationship with this guy or whatever, as opposed to cold walking into a car dealership and they don't want to negotiate with you because that's their game. Right. So I could see <coughs> car dealerships that start popping up that don't even have sales guys. There's just a dude sitting behind a phone waiting for that phone to ring because the guy at the Walmart across town has a or is trying to buy a car that he's got on his lot. I don't think it's like the worst idea. I, I actually but- did say like in that episode where we talked about people being underwater on cars and people making poor decisions when they're buying cars that I'm surprised there's not a broker for dealing with yeah. buying cars for people who who shouldn't be doing it. And honestly, I think that's a great idea. I think that other companies have tried it and not been super successful at it. So maybe this... And Car Saver is a separate company and they say that they're making money. I mean, okay, so be it, but... You know, they're probably paying that guy twelve bucks an hour to sit at that kiosk. And right, he probably makes you money. <laughs> probably not the best negotiator in the entire world, but maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows enough to. It's volume. Yeah, true. Yep. And when he, when he calls, you know who he is, and it's the, just like here's, it's probably here's Car Saver has a negotiated deal more than that individual guy. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That might be true. But so anyway, clickbaity title for being clickbaity. Walmart is not selling cars. They have a dude at a kiosk that's associated to a separate company. Walmart is leasing eight square feet to Car Saver. That's what it should have said. Hashtag real journalism. <laughs> this is the research that other journalists are not doing. See, I didn't even find anywhere that said, I guess I didn't realize that Car Saver had brokers. I just thought they were like a thing, like an app or a website. I think you I'm can sure look through their app and, you know, look at stuff or whatever. But I think the point is, is that they're supposed to be. And I went to Car Saver's website to figure this out. There's mm-hmm. supposed to be a dude that can get you a deal, you okay. know, it's, and he's supposed to be kind of on your side because you're kind of yeah. paying his fee, you know, as opposed to you going to a car dealership. And it's like the more money we can screw this dude that walked off the street out of, the more money we make. Whereas that guy doesn't care; he's making a flat fee, and he's motivated to get you a deal because if he gets you a deal, he gets, you know, I assume he probably gets commission. So the cheaper he can get you a car the better and you're going to like them more and you know hmm. so it 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 makes sense it changes the I think it makes sense for the general population yeah and maybe that's how we'll buy more cars in the future you know is through through a broker yeah I guess I didn't even I had no idea what car saver really was then so if that's what I guess to me it's more like a you get car saver and a broker and that concept in front of more people by being at Walmart so it's, it, yeah, it's just a way to reach the masses yeah, easily. I wouldn't have known what that was. To me, it was just a, a red box for cars. I'm like, yeah, my phone does that. And maybe, maybe like car savers, like maybe we're not going to sell that many cars at Walmart. You know what I mean? But they're like, the name is there, and so yep. maybe, maybe when somebody goes to buy a car, they might stop. They're like, what? What is this? And like, how do I do it? And you know, maybe they'll do it online or yep. talk to somebody separately. They won't actually do it at the Walmart. Probably but, do it for a year or two, <laughs> try and direct people to your website, and then pull the plug on it because yeah. you've got some name recognition. You, yep. They're, you, they're going to call me off the website or send me an it's email. A, it's an advertising That makes more sense. More than, yeah. a, more than a business model. The more you know. The more I, you I know. I learned something today. See? This is the this is the journalism we're talking about here. This is why we're at a higher level. <laughs> we make fart jokes and then we, you know, <laughs> then we, the research. we dig into things. Yep. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's a whole different level. 
I think that's it, right? That is it. Boom. 2017 is going to be huge. Hit us up on our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 1010spodcast.com. You want a shirt with Jabay's name on it, you will find it at our store. It's got a rainbow. It's got a rainbow and the whole the, deal. The girliest colors that, that Robbie could pick. The colors are awesome. <laughs> so dope. And uh, we got a new logo tee out. You guys should check that out. Um, it's just a revised different logo that we're trying, so check that out. Honestly, the logo itself is just so we could make smaller stickers, but we figured we'll throw it up on... There is a shirt. Why are we, why are we so because negative? Because variety he is, is being, the spice of quite life. Negative. So negative about the shirt. He is I'm being not, No, I'm being, sh- I'm being transparent about the shirt. He's being awfully negative. I like the logo. He's I think not getting it's behind great. it and selling it. See there, now no. he's selling oh, it. Yeah, now he's selling, selling it. it. I, I'm surprised you didn't latch on to the guy who said, we like, I like the first logo better because that was the one no, you designed. I, I understood that. Man, but somebody that shut is. that logo down hard and we're not into it. Yeah, it's negative. I figured you'd have been pumped about that. Like, yeah, my, take it. My logo's the best. My logo's the better one. <laughs> it's not uh-huh. that it's Robbie's logo. I'm no, of course saying. not. Just say Buy the new shirts, guys. We're up in that t-shirt game. Apparently, you can follow our store, and cool. you can get notifications when we add things, so you definitely need to do that. Oh, man, that's going to mean that if I make mistakes and then have to take shirts down and then put them back up. Everybody's going to know. Yep, because that's happened many times, especially in the beginning. It's okay. I have to... Post and then delete the post that I make every single week on our Facebook page, because the first time I paste the the shortened link into it, it won't grab the picture. So I publish it, copy it, delete it, paste it in again, and it will grab the picture the second time. That's annoying. And I've done it on multiple so browsers, annoying. on multiple computers. I don't know why it is it. So if anybody has notifications for when we post, they get it and then it's gone by the time they get there. Huh. If we can drag this out for another 10 or 15 minutes, we'll be at two hours. Let's just wrap saying. it up. Just saying, Robbie. I'm already yeah, in trouble just enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. What's up? Did you like that, uh, that screenshot I gave Spencer when I made a post calling for, for submissions, car submissions? And he said, "Do I even have to say anything?" And I like really quick made a made a made a fake Google list. Doc and put one Spencer Crone and then named it Car Feature List. Oh, and snapshot that, that and then posted it. I on. thought that was a real list. That's no, funny. I just made it right then and there. This just went on the front of the episode, <laughs> on the back, back of the episode. He's gonna hear about this. He's gonna be pissed. We'll know if he listens to the show now.